Tony Bruno. You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Fox Sports Radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What a Wednesdays. We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers come and go. Let's rob and get the corkscrew. Tim, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports team. Bring the wood. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA, we going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice, you heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles. You're an honorary captain. Download the podcast. Follow on Twitter. On the sports radio. Good afternoon, everybody. It is a thirsty throwback Thursday here in the wine cellar in South Philadelphia. little nipply out, but it's winter. It's January 23rd. And most importantly, kids, it's National Pie Day, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't know about you, Luigi's here in the basement tonight. What I don't it know, do, I baby? What do, what it do? Luigi Curto in here all flexed out and wearing the medium. That's not a medium. It's not a medium. It's, it's a, this is an extra large T-shirt, Tony. It's a good job out of you. I appreciate it. Must man. be the pie. Or, or was it, it the... Uh, or was it the... It wasn't the, the strudel. strudel. It wasn't the strudel, no. Miss Robin's a strudel and a pie fan. Yeah. It's National Pie Day. And when I, I think of pies, Robin, well, there's a couple of pies. The warm American pie, Not 3.14. Wait, did I tell you about that? <laughs> no. What do you think of when you think of pie? The greatest pie. pie song of all time, Robin. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. She's my cherry pie. It's like the stripper national anthem. It really is. <laughs> it's like the battle cry for strippers. If your favorite strip club is not playing this song on big hockey right. rotation, right. you need to find a new strip Sandy's club. Sandy's never come out to the main stage on this. You're at the wrong strip club, homie. <laughs> oh, no. I gotta have drumsticks for this song. Stop the hammering. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, give me another. This one's a little bit better, Tony Bruno. It's something that's going to stick in your head all day long. This chick's hideous glasses are going to stick in my head all day. Do you know where this is from? It's from a movie. We had the earlier so version. So for today, you will have... 
yeah, was so a woman talking in my ear about something that has nothing to do with Didn't know she was going to start talking. That's just rude. But that is from the movie Michael with John Travolta where he plays an angel. And, and they're all no sitting. <laughs> yeah, no one saw. I saw no, the clip of it. And there's like William Hurt's in it. Yeah. And who's the chick that sings the pie song? She's in um, a million movies. She's in everything. She uh, was in Groundhog's Day. Uh, yeah. Um, Let me look it up. What the hell is her, her name? name? Let me look it up. I know who she so pretty. is. She on there. She's attractive. She's got like that crunchy granola look going. Back before it was cool. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, we're on the way. It's pie day. Here's one more time. Just so that everybody, I, I want this to get stuck in everybody else's brain because it's this stuck in This is not going to get stuck in my head. Cherry pie will get stuck in my head. All right, get rid of that chick. (laughs) Andy McDowell was the person. Andy McDowell, She was the actress who did it in the movie, Michael. All right? Thank you. I just found it out. Yeah, Andy McDowell. Thank you. Thank you. Andy McDowell. about as slow as I am, or not working at all. Not pizza pie. Does that count as pie? It should. Not if it's deep dish. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, we'll get this pie thing out of the way, because pie R squared. We got to go back to one of the greatest pie conversations yes. ever. And Luigi remember this, I didn't. But if you're a WWF fan and you're a fan of really bad acting on WWF it's before terrible. he became WWE back in the day, September 27, 2001, where were you? Were you watching WWE? I actually was watching this live when this happened. Let's go to the tape. Kurt Angle and The Rock break it down. Tell the rock. Strudel. <laughs> you know, I... Whoa, 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 whoa. Kurt. Let what? the rock... Kurt, let the rock clarify something. Huh? Extremely important right you here. You talk right about now. all the time. The rock talks about all the time. Let the rock clarify something to you yeah. right now. Uh-huh. Listen. The rock loves pie. Yeah. Heard you talk about that, too. Pie. The rock loves pie. All different types of flavors. Big pie, little pie. Chocolate pie, vanilla pie, peanut butter pie. Oh, that's good. You ever tried peanut butter pie? Had it. Oh, that's good. Like it, yeah. Peanut butter pie. Mm-hmm. Common theme, the bottom line is pie. The Rock loves pie. I got you. All right. Ha- there it is. The Rock loves pie. One of the worst bits of acting you will see until 2 o'clock tomorrow morning on Cinemax. But nobody watches those things for acting. Speak for yourself, man. Exactly. <laughs> pie. Effin, no effing tomato pie, though. No, not effing. But what's the, what's the Mount Rushmore pies? We were talking about this on the uh, off-air a little bit. I got to have everyone's Mount Rushmore pie. We may have to do that. You know, on Twitch, Robin, somebody pointed this out to me, that we can do our own polls every day on Twitch. And you know I hate polls. But there's an actual spot on the screen where you can put up a poll question of the day. Did you yes, know that? Yes, I, I do know that, and I have not done it yet because I just have too much. I'd let you... I understand. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just suggesting that people like polls. Yes, they do. Stripper polls. I like stripper polls. I got all the time in the world now, bro. (laughs) We we determined, because I did a poll yesterday to kind of generate, because everybody loves polls, so I knew that if I put a poll up on your... Not wing poll. That's coming up now instead of wing bowl. They still continue the tradition here in Philadelphia, even though the radio station got rid of wing bowl because it was too sexist. But all the strip clubs will continue the honor, the tradition that is wing poll. On September 30th. But go ahead, Robin. Sorry, I want to get that out of the way. I knew that if I put a poll up on your Twitter handle, 
from you that it would generate people going, oh, he's back on. Because, you know, people thought they that love you polls. were going to I agree. They, I hate people polls. People thought you were going to be gone for seven days off of Twitter. I know. I was suspended, and then immediately they issued an apology. Not just that they put me back on. They admitted that they were wrong, and they apologized. That's the way the world should be in a fair world of justice. Polls and pies do go together. Jack in the back wants to know, any chance Luigi was actually gritty and lost his position for punching a 13-year-old in the back? That seems to be one of the big stories here in Philadelphia. Yeah, apparently I got, I got fired and everyone's coming up for reasons why. No, I, I, that wasn't it. I'm not gritty. Trust me. He did not assault anyone. Nope. He did not punch a 13-year-old in the back. He did not watch the 76ers lose another uh, road game. No. And the Sixers, by the way, the local stories today, and we'll get to them, but I always want to make sure the local minutiae gets covered. Love that So word. if you're a fan of local minutiae and you want to hear one good thing about local minutiae on a week like this, you know, when the Eagles aren't in the Super Bowl, Robin? What was that all about? Because Robin watches TV here at, at night and then forgets to put the volume down when she has me turn the TV on. Turn down for what, though? That's I don't question. know. So I get to hear yourself back in real time. No, I don't want to hear myself. I, you told me to turn the TV on, and I did, Robin. You didn't tell me to turn the sound down. Anyway, let's get back to the business. So if you tuned into this show to hear the Sixers still suck on the road and have an allergic reaction when they, or when they see paint, the Sixers <laughs> are allergic to paint. That's the moral of the story. Everybody if you want to stops know. their heels. Do not walk into the paint as if it's, they think it's wet paint. So there's your Sixer update. Donovan McNabb and Terrell Owens are fighting on Twitter over who choked worse in the 2005 Super Bowl. And Andy Reid is going to have his day of love, love here in Philadelphia. No, um, Terrell Owens was blamed. No, Donovan McNabb was blaming we Terrell know the story, Owens. Right? There was, somebody it, did a video. The reason somebody why did a story on Donovan McNabb. In the story that this guy put on his website, he's asked about the whole 2005. Because when you interview Donovan McNabb, what are you going to ask him about? What happened in the 2005 Super Bowl when Andy Reid? Because, you know, Andy Reid's a big story, right? He's going to the Super Bowl. Last time he went to the Super Bowl was with the Eagles. Donovan McNabb throws up at the end of the game. And then the Patriots get a field goal, and they win, and they beat the Eagles in Jacksonville, Florida. I have the football to commemorate that as I watched it in Jacksonville live. You do? Yes. Wow, that's, that's a nice gift. Oh, I, got a, I got a bunch of them. I may be selling them soon. <laughs> These babies are priced to pay move. legal fees. Price to move, baby. Exactly. So anyway, so Donald McNabb does this thing, and then in it, the guy's asking him questions, and he asks him about T.O., and he says he and T.O. aren't really buddies. So then T.O. sees it, and then people are goading T.O. to get involved in the discussion, Which ain't hard and to then do. he's ripping T.O. And then so you have the people on Twitter who are going on the T.O.'s thread and saying, you're right, T.O., Donovan McNabb suck. We hate him here. And so it's the whose ego needs to be fed more. Mm -hmm. T.O.'s fragile ego, which we know was very fragile. As great as he was, he has a fragile ego. Absolutely. Donovan McNabb, who was maybe the great, I don't even think maybe at this point, the greatest quarterback in Eagles history. He is, without a doubt, without a doubt. And so he wants to feel loved, even though fans here dissed him because of his aloof behavior and, you know, playing the air guitar and all that other stuff. Always smiling after throwing an incomplete pass. And so the bottom line is this. If you want to get involved in that kind of he said, who's a better player, T.O., there's polls on radio stations. Oh, who was more important to the 2005 Eagles? You know who was? No one, because they didn't win the game. Now, T.O. played hurt, and I know all that. So if you want to get involved in athletes wanting their egos stroked, 
on Twitter over who was the bigger asshole, Terrell Owens or Donovan McNabb, have at it. Actually, the most important player on the field that day was Greg Lewis because he caught a touchdown to cover that number. Exactly, Great cash, homie. exactly right. <laughs> he was the most important. <laughs> cover the seven. That's all that matters, Greg. Just so anyway, that's the kind of – the good thing about that story coming out this week is because McNabb got interviewed because he said Andy Reid was the greatest coach he ever played for and sure. all that stuff. It's topical because Andy Reid's gone to the Super Bowl. And how many bar, how many stories can you do at the bar, Charlie's Bar at 11th and, and, and McKean here to talk about Andy Reid? So in Philly, when there's no Eagles, that's why they came up with Wing Bowl. That's why they came up with, and I was part of that day that came up with Wing Bowl, is to fill the time after the football season ends and the Eagles aren't playing. Right. And that's pretty much for every other, for 30 other NFL teams have to figure out what they're going to talk about this week because next week, starting Monday, we'll actually start talking about the Super Bowl, the game that's going to be played. Mm -hmm. Nobody's previewing the Pro Bowl. No, nobody cares. (laughs) No skills competition. No one's previewing the the Senior Bowl, you know, and the college games where the coaches and the scouts are all down there watching these kids who played college football go out and perform and tell us who doesn't perform because they don't want to get hurt and hurt their draft stock, all that stuff. That's all interesting fodder for this week before the Super Bowl week starts. But in Philly, you've got a myriad of things. And the best story in Philly is that the local Philadelphia radio and TV media, which completely ignores hockey, is finally talking about hockey this week. Yeah, for all the wrong reasons. And it's not because the Flyers beat the four best teams in hockey before they went on the All-Star break and the week off for the All-Stars. It's because their mascot is being accused of assaulting a 13-year-old kid at a meet-and-greet. And no, it was not Luigi Curto, who works part-time as Gritty. I think there's only one Gritty. I don't think there's a bunch of Gritties. It's not like Santa. You know, there's different different Santas in different malls. You take your kids to Montgomery Mall, and there's Santa. You go to Cherry Hill, there's Santa. It's not the same guy. Or when you go to Disney World, you see 75 Mickey Mouses running around. Exactly right. right. But his name is Gritty. You don't get in a guy named Gritty's face. Exactly. Now, (laughs) we were talking. You don't slap him upside the head and not expect him to hit you back. We were talking yesterday about this when it first broke. And um, we were under the impression that you you had mentioned that the Philly fanatic, you know, it's surprised that he hasn't been. Exactly. It's actually incorrect. He has been. The Philly fanatic has been sued multiple times. For groping? Um, So, no. I let the Philly fanatic grope me all the time. It's part of the the shtick. Exactly. I love it when he gropes me. Dana DiFilippo um, on Twitter says that the Philadelphia mascots are no strangers to allegations of physical attacks. The Philly Fanatic was the most sued mascot in the majors for claims ranging from injuring a woman's knees while climbing through the stands to hugging someone too hard. Yeah, and there's there's accidents that happen because the guy's in a suit. That's why he has a person next to him because he doesn't have the peripheral vision of somebody who's not wearing a full head. He can see this far. I know. So, again, I'm not defending bad behavior, okay? Let's get that out of the way. But the bottom line on this whole gritty thing, and that's all I'm going to say about it, because it, to me, it, it's what makes the phones ring on local sports radio. Yes. I'm just pointing out the three stories of the week here. The Sixers still suck on the road. Mm-hmm. Donovan McNabb and Terrell Owens are fighting on Twitter, and you take sides, and gritty is a thug 24-7, and the local media finally paying attention to hockey for once. Well, the Sixers, to give them a little bit of credit, I won't get into the NBA too much, Tony, but they went 2-1 on the road trip. They played Toronto, who was healthiest as they've been all season. So they they face they face Toronto when they've been you know. So Toronto in other words, when strength. they play good teams on the road, they suck. Other than Boston, you got it. And then when they play teams at home, they play well. You got it. That's it. You know, you absolutely you nailed it right there. 
That's that's the entire Sixers season. That's the way it's going to be the entire year. K. Bryce, sixty nine. Did Gritty grab a titty? Two one five four six two eight six six nine. If there's any women out there, and you know chicks dig the Philly fanatic, chicks dig Gritty. You know, because everybody's going crazy about Gritty. I didn't like him from Jump Street. The guy looks like he's on bath salts. You're going to let your kid get near him? And listen, if you like him, go right ahead. I, yeah, I'm just reading. I'm just reading some of the other ones for the Philly Fanatic. So back in 2012, um, the Philly Fanatic was sued when a woman, Suzanne Pierce of Abington, Pennsylvania, claimed that the mascot picked her up in a lounge chair and threw her in a pool at a hotel on July 2010 at the Golden Inn Hotel when she was attending a wedding. Dude. Damn. Getting loose, baby. Right. You bring a mascot into this wedding, you deserve to have your behind kiss. We actually have uh, audio from Gritty. We have his exact response to all these allegations. Let's go to the tape. Like my asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Gritty don't care. Gritty just don't care. So I have. He's like the honey badger. He don't give a shit. He don't give a. He doesn't need. He doesn't see what he's touching. No. People are trying to grab him. Exactly. This kid hit him in the head. And the best part of the story is his dad. And I read the the full transcript of all this. His dad, after the, the Gritty allegedly punched the kid in the back after he put his hands on the top of Gritty's head at the meet and greet in November, the, he, the dad said, hey, you know, Gritty just punched my son in the back, and the Flyers offered him a Flyers gift pack. Right, a Santa sack. A Santa sack and some tickets. Like, screw that. And they said, you yeah, know, they'll take, and, and uh, they'll go back to the Jersey Shore down in Sea Isle in the summer and hook the kid up with a bunch of bimbos who used to hang out with the Flyers when they went down there before they were all traded right. to the Los Angeles Kings. And Jeff Carter may be coming back to the Flyers, part of that gang of Jeff Carter and uh, – who are the Mike other Richards. guys? Mikey Richards and Richie, as they called them. Those Richie. guys got loose at the shore in the summertime. Yeah. That's what you do. See y'all, baby. By the exactly way, we right. want to give a shout-out to Trevor from the 203. Very sad <laughs> day for him. Who the fuck is that guy? Well, we know who he is. <laughs> um, it's a real sad day for him. He is mourning the passing of his dog, Rex, beloved dog. No. It's yeah. my brother's dog's name. It's my brother's name. <laughs> yeah, I know. I met your brother. <laughs> but yeah, so we we were thinking of you, Trev. I know that this is yeah, a, you know, because people make fun whenever. of people when they get when they lose a pet. And they say, oh, "What's the matter with you?" It's too many people. Pets are like their children. It's family, brother. They are family, and now you don't even have to go to the, the Olive Garden to know their family. Hey, man, that's why when I when I went when I got Penny. I didn't go buy a dog. I adopted something. Damn right, man. You did it the right I way. I adopted a family yes. member, so that's what it was, man. She's family now. I hate that little bitch, but she's family. Mike Richards, Joffrey Lupel. Don't forget about him. Joffrey he was Lupel. getting Lupel down there. And Scotty Upshaw. Scotty All the Upshaw. flyer greats who would head down to the Jersey Shore in the summer and get loose. He stinks. And Why didn't the... you bring her, by the way? Yeah, where's Penny He's today? I'm going to the gym this. shit. So you could have left her here. Shit. So I would have left, left the dog here, went and run all my errands, did everything, and then came back later to pick her up. Yes. Okay. We are grandma and grandpa. That is. Now, you know, people are taking sides in this gritty thing. I don't know what happened. I'm not a judge, jury, or executioner on the show. No, I think you can't take a chance in the year 2020, Tony. I think you have to, you have to get rid of gritty. You got to fire him. I think you got to let him go. I think he should also, his suit should be taken and put on the Kate Smith statue in cold storage somewhere in Jim Kenny's basement at City Hall. I think we should put a shroud over him at all times. Exactly. No, seriously, I think you got to get rid of him now. If he's got these kind of allegations hanging over his head where he's, he's physically abusing people, you got to get rid of allegedly. him. Allegedly. Alleg- hey, allegedly or nothing. If, now, there are people taking sides. If this was a side. woman who stood up and said something, he'd be canned by now. Absolutely. Right? You're absolutely dead on right. Am I right, though, Robin? Right. 
Let's just Absolutely. say, let's, Robin. Let's just say this. Just, just. Are you are you saying it based upon today's age or and and not taking into consideration that all of these ag- accusations happen to other mascots as well, including the Philly fanatic, um, with all sorts of allegations and nothing happened to him. If a woman spoke up and says something, if a woman if a woman if a woman speaks up and says something about the fact that she was fondled, molested, touched, harassed, whatever the case may be, by any mascot, then that mascot needs to be. So, in other gone. words, the because Phil- you got to believe her. Then, in that case, the Philly yes, fanatic should go. be gone. Yep. Believe all mascots wow. is no longer a hashtag. No, you can't hashtag. believe wow. all mascots. No, Luigi. In, in this, and I said this yesterday. It's, it's in this day and age of everybody looking for something to cash in on, and there are people who believe this dad, you know, didn't want to settle for the Flyers gift pack and the Santa sack. He had a picture with Grady and his family as his avatar before the freaking thing even happened, as someone on the uh, Twitch stream mentioned earlier. Yeah. So. You could buy – the dad's been going on all the local radio shows, and now people are saying, ah, the guy's just looking for a cash grab here. So I guess the Flyers organization stands behind Gritty and the assault of uh, children because they're not doing anything to get rid of well, the Hey, listen, Joe, Joe Biden I gets find- away with him every day, and people think it's okay. I, I find it ironic. <laughs> you had a president who wanted to grab him by the uh, Punanis. I find it ironic that out of the three of us, I'm actually the one that's saying that Gritty should not be fired. However – because I do not like his persona. I don't like that that nasty prankster kind of persona. That's Verse, what mascots are supposed not, to be. Not nasty pr- pranksters. Yes, pranksters making you know good fun, belting you know. people with cakes like hundred miles an hour, but punching people. I don't like it. He 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 throws pies like hard, really hard into people's faces. It's not funny. Are it's you like, saying he's a gangster and he's a danger to the community? I'm he's I a think. Chump. So. I think I think he's an asshole. Yeah, he is. Gritty he's is an, a, he's a he's bit an, of an asshole. Ladies and gentlemen, we have breaking news. Miss Robin has spoken and has condemned Gritty as an asshole. I stand with Robin. But I stand with Robin. I stand too. with Robin. But I don't like the idea of saying if that that because of this Gritty needs to be fired, and um, because then I think it would have too much bleed out, and then other bleed out. Yes, it would have a domino effect, and it would have like like mascots like the. The Philly fanatic, who I don't think that mascots get in trouble all the time. Yeah, but Robert. he is not an like to me. The fanatic persona is not an asshole, whereas gritty persona is. I just got a text message saying I'd let gritty touch me inappropriately. Was it a man or a woman? A woman. I haven't even touched her inappropriately yet. What the hell? Oh, what the hell's the matter with us? Come here, gotta give her one of those. <laughs> what the hell kind of shit play, is this? Play That's action. the problem. The chicks dig gritty, and he's a pig. I don't like him at all. The same chicks who are upset about. You know, politicians saying stuff are the ones that, oh, I'd love Gritty to grab me right down there. Cujo knows. The only solution is to trade Gritty to San Jose. That's exactly. it right there. We got to move him now. You give us the shark. Yep. Sharky, and we'll give you Gritty. I think that's a fair trade. Absolutely. We got to pull the trigger on this now. We got to get in front of this thing, Tony. We got to get in front of this. Show me on this Gritty doll where he touched you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Show me where right Sit down and tell Daddy. Where Gritty touched Actually, you. we have one of the women who Gritty touched, and she didn't have a problem with it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you crack me up here a little bit? That not everybody likes that People, thing is in way too much rotation. No, it's not. It, yes. it fits every. It's no, one of those. I'm yes, tired it does. of it. It's one size fits all for our good friend Gladys. There's always at least one story a day where she fits in. Now, as, very nicely. As Falcon 39 does bring up a good point. What if inside Gritty it's a woman? Ooh, that's a great. That's There's a mind fuck for you. How about that? Wow. <laughs> yeah. What, happens, no if what Gritty, happens if Gritty? What happens if Gritty identifies 
as trans. So we don't know his sex. Right, maybe we what if he's non-binary? What if he's not? Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Ooh. Oh, God. Yeah, that know. is a walk-up oh, sound. Now, Fisterball <laughs> says that Harry Mays is agreeing with me uh, that on Harry, his stance. That Gritty's that a douche? Gritty's, Gritty's a douche. He is a douche. I'll say it to his face. Because I know the Philly fanatic. Mikey misses hair plugs just, just in. They found suspicious pornography on the Philly fanatic hard drive. He was, wha- hey, he was waxing the Miss Piggy. That's, that's oh, right. come on. Now, don't make stuff up here. This isn't CNN or MSNBC Listen, or Fox News. No, we are, we are taking information and running with it, Tony. That's exactly <laughs> what we're going to do. You know how it is. You throw enough shit at the wall sooner or later. One thing you really want to punish Gritty? We sent him to Washington and put him in the Senate chamber and have him listen to nonstop bullshit. From 1 p.m. till midnight. Oh, he can attack That'll anybody in the up. government. I'm fine with that. Exactly. But it, so, so, again, I don't think that. <laughs> I have no problem with prankstering good naturedly. But to me, the gritty thing is not good natured pranking, it's mean. It's that you realize whole, that that the mean pranking is cool now? Yeah, and you I. You know, impractical not, jokers. It's all about. Not, not according just, to Miss Robin. Not yeah. according to me. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid. I get good-natured fun. I get the Philly fanatic blowing out his little uh, yeah. thing out of his tongue. Yeah. Blowing it, yeah, blowing that. When he blew the... it down my throat once, I really got hot. I bet. I got close to him. The Philly, and, and I know the I know I knew both Philly. I knew the original Philly mm-hmm. fanatic, Dave Raymond, and I knew the current and I know the current Philly. Fanatic. I met Dave Raymond when I was in second grade. He came in. He was he's his my teacher was a friend of Dave's, and he, he came in. So it's a tough job. It's a tough job because all the kids want to touch you when you're going down the aisle, right? And that's why they have handlers around him. Mm-hmm. But the Gritty has this douchebag with sunglasses. Have yeah, you seen his handler? Seen yeah. I mean, what's, what is he supposed to be? He's a stupid hockey mascot. Jesus. The, by the way, they have breaking news from the NHL Wire. The Los Angeles Kings are offering Bailey the Lion and a first-round draft pick in this year's draft for Gritty. Yes, do the deal! <laughs> I miss my soundboard so much. <laughs> and also, Gritty has now been implicated in the mysterious death of Mr. Peanut yesterday. No! Yes, ladies and gentlemen. I heard he had an allergy. That's what happened. <laughs> Gritty has a penis allergy, I think. Yeah, oh my Although God. maybe he likes young boys. Maybe Gritty is, in fact, a pedophile <sighs> under that suit. How do you know? Maybe Gritty, Gritty maybe is Gritty's going a, to the slammer, man. Maybe Gritty's just a little too giddy under there, Tony. <laughs> Look at the possibilities. Gritty could be a pedo under there. Not Bill Pedo, my buddy up there, <laughs> formerly at ESPN, now Bill on, uh, on Jack, <laughs> Jack in the Back 88 Pito. says, breaking news, impeachment proceedings commence in Washington, D.C. to unseat Greedy because anything Gritty, with Gritty, Robin, not I know, Greedy. I know. Gritty because anything with orange hair has to go. Exactly. In, in fact, there's now a protest group out in front of the Wells Fargo Center, even though the Flyers aren't playing and their coach is up on, a, on, a, uh, on his uh, lagoon on a boat up in Canada enjoying the week off, you know, because they don't hey. play again because we're in the All-Star break. Yeah, they're off to what? Like uh, the 30th. Okay, wow. Okay, yeah, next week. Yeah, so they're getting like a week off because of the All-Star break, and the Flyers played their last game the other night. But the, the main reason Gritty must go 
because orange man bad. Yes. And orange, orange hair mascot bad. bad. If orange man is bad. They got rid of Bozo. Well, Bozo the Clown died, but, you know, Bozo Bozo the Clown, Mr. Orange Peanut hair. Got, got knocked off yesterday falling over a cliff and well, dying. Well, he didn't have hair, though. There was no orange hair. So that doesn't really follow with this analogy, Tony. Who else has an orange hair besides the president who must Carrot go? Top. Car- oh, well, Carrot he definitely top. has to go. <laughs> Carrot Top's got to go. We and somebody who's already gone is the, the former comedian. Danny Bonaducci's got to get the, got to hit the bricks, too. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> White James Brown says, hello, Tony, Robin, and Luigi. I finally <laughs> made the switch to Twitch. Yay! It's about damn time. <laughs> As the great LeBron James. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. Yeah. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, get doing it, you know. Can I count it off? Count it off. One, two, three, four. Get up. Get on up. Get up. Get on up. Thank you, James. Thank you, James. Andy Dalton. I mean, we got there's a lot of redheads we got to get rid of. Well, we got rid of Prince uh, Harry. He moved to stinking Canada. Well, Britain got rid, rid of him. And we now we now actually have the real reason why <laughs> Harry and Meghan moved to out, out of England. Tony we have Bruno. breaking yes, news we on do. that? Wow, there's so much news, news breaking on this show. Who said it was a slow news week this, no. in the sports world? This, this is, is a really moving, big deal, and it totally makes sense. Now, the Church of England. The Church of England? Yes, the Church of England just released <laughs> guidance. Guidance. Which obviously Harry and Meghan, well, Meghan especially, uh, objected to the guidance saying that sex is for married heterosexual couples only. Period. End of story. The, um, Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I know, right? <laughs> Se- they, the Church of England says that sexual relationships outside Heterosexual marriage are regarded as falling short of God's purposes for human beings. Uh, so all the women in this country who are all in love, like Robin, with royalty and the royal family and Princess <laughs> Would Di you please and Princess Grace. Stop and spreading lies, because I'm definitely princess not one of bride, those people. All these princesses. And that wasn't just, a bad movie. No, I love be- the Princess Bride. Just because I had a Princess Di haircut when I was 11 does not mean that I'm all about the royalty. Hey, some of my favorite porn stars growing up had the princess dye haircut. Yeah, you. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't be spreading lies, Tony Bruno. So and they brush that part just off their brow. The Church of England does not um, does not condone practice. Practice? practice? No. I'm talking about the, practice. We are not condoning practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not, not a game. game. Not a game. <laughs> We talking, talking about, about practice. practice. Correct. We talking about practice, man. I hear you. We talking about practice, man. Practice. I love practice. We talking about practice, man. I know we are. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> we talking about practice. We talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We talking about practice, man. Sorry, that's a long drop. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, but it's still it's it, that's another. It's that's like that's like Gladys. Yep. That's one you can play every single day, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, enough about orange people. It's pie day, man. We got pie figured out. So, should we do a poll on pies? Really, Robin? really quick. I'm yes. not just just. I want to make it very clear. I am not joining the Church of England. Just, okay. Just, no, make, just, right. just making it really clear. I ain't joining any church. Uh, I think we should make a poll. They, they would frown upon my proclivities. I want a Mount Rushmore pie. 
Yeah, we need to. I do want that. it from the Twitch listeners. Can we put it on, on the screen though, yeah. so that I we can w- keep an accurate on a Twitch I wanna, stream? I want to get. The, I want to get the poll up there, and I want to see what people, what the consensus is at the end of the show, what what the top four pies are. Because for me, I gotta go. See, Robin, you said uck on this one, but I I, uh, I love a coconut cream pie. Uh, no, I'm no, not a coconut no, cream no, pie. No, no, coconut tastes good with chocolate. I like a uh, I like a pecan pie. I like pecan. I like pecan pie. Pie, pie. I like sweet potato pie. I like cherry pie. Well, we already <laughs> Trevor, played cherry pie. Trevor from the 203. I'm not even going to say that. Never mind. Poon oh, tang. Hair, pie. hair <laughs> pie's flying in. Poon tang Poon pie. pie. Hair pie. Come on, man. That's Falcon saying, Luigi, go to Miami. No, I'm not going to Miami with Tony and Robin. They're hanging out by themselves. I'm staying back here. I'm hanging out here. I'm doing a, I'm doing a show with on 97.3. Let me tell you, I'm really, 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 really annoyed. First of all, that you can I I want to I want to defend Luigi here for a second. No, well, it sounds like you're going to rip him, and now you're going to defend him. No, I he he says he's taking responsibility because he admits that he made one mistake, one yep. mistake with with, and that's the whole reason why they they let you go. Mm-hmm. But for the last how many years that you have worked as security for both the uh, for well, it's for two different companies, but you've done both the same positions you were mm-hmm. just finally um promoted promoted you for the last four or five oh. years that i've known you have been going in for other people staying late for other people call being called in Work six straight 80 hour weeks you yes six i mean the things that you weeks. have done for them is even beyond what anybody else was willing to do you made one Error in judgment because you were told something by another employee that yep. you took their word for, and they it's said it's time that, to march. It's time it's, to shut this other bitch down. I am so pissed off, but the good thing is that you weren't happy there. So I am seeing this as a silver lining. This is going to force you to find a job that you are happier with because I, they I have taken me, yeah. advantage of you for way too freaking long. So I'm actually kind of happy that they did it. I just wish that they'd done it three weeks ago so that I would have been able to put you down as for the credentials so that you could have been coming. Yeah, because that's the part. bottom line. When we go to the Super Bowl every year. This will be my 31st. Luigi's been in the last three with us, including a na- and then a national championship game. So it's not like we didn't want to take him. He got a new job and he's got a dog. He had a, he got a promotion and so he had to be there was no way he could take off after just getting a getting a promotion. So we kind of like not that we wrote you off but we said okay well Luigi cannot make it this year. There's just no way he yeah, can. No and way. then we have to apply for the credentials he, in October. In, yeah, way in advance and I had to do the final final names a little Here's bit over thing, 3 though, weeks too, ago. Is that I under, I also understand this. It's that if you apply for credentials and you don't go and you don't use them, they frown right. upon. Oh, that. absolutely. So that's why it's better. Like, like I couldn't go. So it's so just it's just I'm now. Jack just... in the back has a good recommendation. Chippendales is always high. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you can do that. I ain't doing no Chippendales. This way, you can get women to touch you, and then you won't do anything about it because they're supposed to touch you, right? I don't know, Tony. I'm unemployed. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> These women can make it rain. I'm so happy right now. Anybody want to buy a Mini Cooper? Anyway, I'm just I am, Sue. Sue. I'm Sue. Sue. Studio. It but, sucks, but oh well. But back to pie. Yes, back to pie. So my top four, without going hair pie, one of those kind of pies. Yeah, that's just stupid. I mean, I'm we don't we don't resort. pie. Oh, Fairweather Marvin is is making a good point. That's what about savory pies like chicken pot pie or yeah, shepherd's turkey pie? pot pie. I do like turkey pie. I love I love oh, chicken pot that, pie. That kind of puts a wrinkle in things. Shepherd's pie is disgusting. Though. Shepherd's pie. Oh, no, it's good. You have not had my. Robin shepherd's made pie. shepherd's pie a couple weeks ago. It was phenomenal. I'm going banana cream pie. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Pecan <laughs> pie. my worst. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Banana I'll go cream. basic bitch here. I like a pumpkin pie. I like pumpkin pie and then cherry pie. You know, Keith Richmond, he might have he he Ooh, key lime is key oh, lime. Yeah, key lime is there. Key, key lime on pie there. is definitely right, in my kicking, top five. I'm kicking a coke I'm kicking coconut cream to the curb. Key and lime I'll, and I'll go key lime. I agree. Pie. Key lime's number one on my because the good thing about key lime pie, you know, you don't really have pumpkin pie in the summer. Yeah, coconut custard's the You pie. can go key lime anytime. Anytime. Anytime of the year. It's both anytime. refreshing and delicious. I think you could do the same with pumpkin though. S. Falcon wants to know, why is this segment about pies? It's pie it's day. It's pie day, you It's Hello? pie day. Hello? What's the matter Where with you? Where have you been? Why what are you don't not paying you attention? understand? Use your common sense. Don't you understand? Jesus. <sighs> key lime. And you know what? Robin and I did an extensive key lime pie yes, investigation. We, yes, we started we at Joe, and we're going to do it. We're going to return to the scene of the crime. You did a what? Oh, I'm so excited. Investigation of the best key lime pie in Florida, oh, okay. because that's where it, that's where it was born in Florida. We went to Joe Stone Crab. We had their key lime pie, really good. Then you start driving down toward the Keys. Yeah, closer to the Keys. And then each restaurant that you pass, it says the best key lime pie in Florida. And they all have like some celebrity chef that yeah. supposedly. Bobby Flay it. said we have the best key lime pie. So Robin and I pull in there. We have it's like what's his face with the pizza <laughs> reviews at Barstool. We Dave had, Portnoy. Dave Portnoy. Yeah. We had key lime pie every day. Sometimes even twice a day, depending on you know where we were going, all the way down to to Key West, and back. And after all of our extensive research, we discovered that the best key lime pie is not in Key West. And it's not even yeah, it's not in Key West because they freeze them. All these places in Key West where you buy key lime pie, they take it out of a freezer. And it's like, wait a minute, that's been sitting in a freezer for how long? So it, that's not bad because when it thaws out and it's good, really cold. It's a really good cold pie. Yes. Like Sixth apple three. pie, I want to warm it up. Yeah, you got to warm up apple pie. You get apple pie, put the ice cream on top. A la mode. Oh, man. I don't like American apple pie, though. I like Isn't that with the cheese? Don't you put a slice of American cheese on that shit? No, there is a, su- there is a southern Amer- uh, a southern apple no, pie. No damn cheese on top of my apple pie. I think it's pie. like cheddar cheese. Yeah, no, it's a piece of like white, I mean, not white, uh, yellow American yeah, cheese. Yeah, cheddar. I think it's cheddar. It's not cheddar. That's some that's really? some white folk shit. It is right some real there. white folk that's shit. Like really. cheese on apple pie. That's some southern pie. <laughs> and listen, Robin and I have done the drive from <clears throat> Miami all the way to Key West multiple times. And you know, you don't just if you're getting there in a hurry, it's gonna take you a few hours. Oh, it's gonna take like three hours to get there. Because you gotta stop. You gotta stop at you gotta stop at uh where's the, 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 the place where we stopped when the plane went down and CNN was on talking about black holes when that airliner went down a few years ago. Remember that? That summer. Oh, yeah, We yeah, were yeah. down there, and the story was that that, uh, that airliner went down in the Indian Ocean without right. a trace, and they couldn't find it. And we're sitting in there, and there's all these tarpons swimming around. That's the big – it's the sport fishing yeah, capital the big, of the world. Tarpon, the, they're the fish that aren't dangerous, right? Correct. They, no, they don't have teeth. They don't have no, teeth, but right. they're massive, and they jump out, and you can put your hand down their throat. And uh, I've done that. I had a lot of people who like things down their throat, <laughs> but, you know, they, were, they, they always wanted something in return. <laughs> Like a tip. It's usually customary, Tony. You do know that, right? Especially over at Oasis. Exactly. <laughs> Dutch apple pie. I mean, it's great pies. Key lime pie is not awful. Guy lives in Syracuse. How would he know good pie? You, you can't just buy key lime pie in the freezer section at your local grocery store. That is not. Although I will say this. This is a special tip. This is your tip of the day. I'm not Joe Carcione, your green grocer. He is the greatest. He I was. I love him. He was. He was the GOAT. Joe Carcioni, the green grocer, with your tip of the day. But you know what the best tip is? Go into a dollar store. 
You go into the dollar store, <laughs> and in the back they have the freezer sections, you know, where they got dollar pizzas, everything's a dollar. And I bought a, key, a slice. They sell it by the slices. A slice of key box, lime oh pie slice. Slice or box, for one dollar. And I'm what? Telling, yes. And I did it once. Robin and I were in a dollar store. I know. And I said, hey, they got frozen key lime pie. Let's try this some bitch. How bad could it be? We took it home. It was damn good. Totally worth a dollar. <laughs> you go into a diner, you're paying $7 for that slice of key lime oh, pie. All day long, Mark. <laughs> you go into the dollar store. That's my tip for the day. Dollar store. Dollar store, dollar key, store lime key lime pie. So if the you're glue don't stick, but the key lime pie is, wit, is, uh, is lit. Okay, I got you. Speaking of tip, did everybody share the show? Give your social... Just for a second, not the tip. Yeah, just, just share it for just a second. Tell everybody the tip of the day that they need to watch and follow the Tony Bruno show for a good laugh and great information. You exactly. learn how You learn so much from this show. Rhubarb pie. Oh, that's good. Strawberry rhubarb pie. Oh, yeah. See, I like the tart. Anything that's fruity, I like it when it's tart. So you more you like a um like a like a raspberry pie. Yeah, raspberry pie would be good. I like all kinds of pie. Peach I like pie. It, but I like it when it's tart. Chocolate and, mousse and pie. And let me tell you that that banana cream pie shit. Yes. Oh no, because then I mean bananas shouldn't be slimy anyway. I made bananas like foster last night at home. Ultimate did you really? Yeah, I did. I swear to God. Bleh. Bananas foster for one. Yeah. Did you light it up yourself? Yeah, I dropped the, the Hennessy in there, right? The oh, head dog. Oh, beautiful. I lost my job. I might as well crack a $60 bottle of Hennessy <laughs> and use it to fucking make bananas faster. By the way, last week, we, we tapped into the Hennessy yes. when we had our boy Darius, Darius Mayfield Darius here. Darius Mayfield was sitting in your seat, and all night long, he said he was oh, looking up at that. that guy? <laughs> he was look, he was Darius looking up Darius is, is the guy who's the leading the Philly cleanup along with Scott no, Pressler. I know who he is. And so Darius was down here, and at the end <laughs> of the show, he, we had a great – it was our second – we had did a doubleheader on Friday. Yeah. And the second show was our – commitment to help cleaning up the streets, which I did back in 1989. And now, you know, people don't throw trash everywhere and they don't pick it up. So that's one thing we can do as, as citizens is go out and help people clean up trash. Speaking of cleaning up, I got to clean up that litter box because somebody left something in there. That was... Did they drop one oh. in there? Give me a second. I'll be back. Tasty cake pies are good, too. I used to like the chocolate eclair pies. Yeah. Those were good. The blueberry, the lemon, the apple, all the tasty pies. We did a couple shows a couple years ago at the Tasty Cake Factory down at the Navy Yard. You did, I know. You know, they have the Tasty Cake Factory. They make those pies in there. No, use use toilet paper and then just throw it. Yeah, don't put it in a bag. Just throw it in the toilet. Just flush that son of a bitch. Hennessy, baby. So we we almost polished off. Our bottle of Hennessy BSOP is dangerously low. We did shots at the end of the show. So if there is a Hennessy Hennessy, uh, distributor listening to the show, and you want to save us this long, cold winter ahead. Hennessy, another bottle of BSOP, please. This way I don't have to go into the state store and try to slip one under my coat and walk out with it. Actually, the Hennessy's all locked up now in state stores. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny now. You go into liquor stores, and they got all the good shit locked up. Now. You have to, man. Now, of course, Dean is timing, chiming in saying that the key lime pie at the Capitol Grill was amazing. Yes, it is. Well, it should be. And then he says, I think you had an orgasm when you were eating that. Is he talking to me or to you? I had one. I know. I know that. But I, I you know, I'm one of those guys. I, I, I don't. You touch it now. I don't know. You look why, at it right now. Why does he text me during the show? Who Dean? Yes. You're gonna see Dean while you're down there in Miami. He lives in Tampa How in Clearwater. How far is it? It's like five hour drive. Oh, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Hello. I don't know the logistics of Florida. You think like Florida, that. like his neighborhoods, you can walk down? You to know like how Ron long Snyder a state that is. Yeah, I've been to Jacksonville. I've been to Tampa. And I've been to Orlando. That's, that's have all you I've looked been. at a map? I Miami's have. all the way down at the bottom. 
And then Tampa's like right in the middle. Tampa Bay is all the way to the left on the coast, on the Gulf Coast of Florida. Miami's not only across the state on the Atlantic Coast, it's all the way down, 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 down. Now, Tony, we have another non-sport but very critical update. Um, uh, Health-wise, world, yes. worldwide, there's this new virus, the new uh, coronavirus. I think coronavirus, and you don't even have to have a corona. I've been drinking <laughs> oh, Corona I Premieres know. all summer. Speaking of right? Lyme. That's my go-to beer right now. Oh, I love them things. Corona Premier does not cause coronavirus. No, it does not. But, I know, I'd be dead by now. Men mall, so, I say. For anybody that's been living under a rock and has not heard about this, it's kind of scary that there's a new virus that originated in, in China. In the Wham, 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 Bam, thank you, ma'am, province. Wahoon province in China. And uh, it's spread to different areas of China. And now there's one um, uh, finding here in the United States, the very first one. It has already caused a couple of deaths, I believe. It's very scary. Well, all the, ma- the major airports, uh, the New York airports, LAX, San Francisco, those major airports are now quarantining. Th- th- at LAX, they had to go with hazmat suits <clears throat> and take this woman off who had the virus, and they're all wearing, and you know where this is coming from? Bat soup. Bat soup, Luigi. And... I, I am. We do not mean to make light of this. No, it's a all. deadly disease. It is a deadly disease. But, but that being said, this is what it looks like. They actually use this is, a dead this is, bat. This is a real video Look, of. I had, I had faux last night. I don't ever order the bat. This okay. is a don't real video the of the real soup that is a delicacy in Let's that particular area. Let's go to the tape. I want to see this video. And there it is. Look at the mouth on that bat. Oh my god! Oh fuck that! He dude, is no pissed way. off. Look no at that. No wonder he's got his legs spread. He's like he's a, he's like a, a porn star with her legs up in the air. Who it the is, hell would want to eat that? Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell. I mean, bats. I love bats. They are fantastic animals. You should not kill them. They uh, they they protect people from or rats mus- with wings, Robin. But but you should not be eating them. They do have diseases, and Katie Hopkins oh, on Twitter gosh, right writes maybe stick to tomato. That's disgusting. <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine that? Even if a bat's not in there. Now, I eat turtle soup, you know, and I don't like, I don't even think about turtles. Snapper. Snapper soup. You don't think about that's turtle in there. When you, you know, when you have, when you have uh, snails, escargot. Escargot. You good don't stuff. think about that there's slimy things that climb on vines. You don't think about it. If you're going to order bat soup, first of all, don't. Secondly, I don't want the bat sitting in the edge with his legs up in the air and his face and his teeth all coming out. Well, I think that there is a difference between eating Tutti a tavola. Like, turtle, <laughs> turtle soup where they take the meat out of the turtle of and then they cook it. Whereas bat soup, they're, they're leaving the bat whole. I hear, ba- I hear bats and very lean, they, And then they, they, <laughs> they, gamey, they you know, you, it's like they don't have a way of really cleaning out the innards and, and, and making sure that the inside, the meat, is cooked properly. It's just all sorts of It's like crabs. I wrong. throw up right now. Like, like crabs. Them. You know, I want my crabs broken open live, and then the guts cleaned out, yeah. and then steam them. When you're eating a crab, you're eating all the poop and all that yellow mustard and stuff in there. I, I know people do it, <laughs> but I don't. Even Batman. Hey. Even Robin doesn't eat bat soup. Oh, well, you know, bat, it's like the chicken of the cave. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Chicken of the cave bat soup. It's good, man. It's condensed. Campbell's chicken of the cave soup. It is bat shit good, man. Yeah, I mean, I've I've actually seen 
that that's just one video but if you look it up bat soup you will see video of people actually chewing on the wings like they take the entire bat mm-hmm. and they're I'm like I'm going to open rah, up my rah. own soup stand it's going to be called a soup and battery you, oh. you get it you get it what's the super today there wang yeah. <laughs> hey we got a fresh shipment of bats in today it's a chicken in a cave <laughs> <laughs> Let me, here just just in case Jesus you Christ. just in case you haven't lost your uh, oh my stomach is going inside out right now. I just just thinking about all the. Ugh. Do we have video of people eating bats? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, this is a public service, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Public service. Do not do if this. If you're going home. to Chinatown in any city you may be in, we have one here in Philly. San Francisco's got a huge one. Let's go to the. I love uh, Chinatown. I do too. I love Chinese food. Now, would Ozzy Osbourne bite the head off if he got that served? That's a great. See, that's what the white James Brown just uh, texted on our twink on our Twitch stream. Ozzy would eat bat soup. It's because Ozzy's bat shit crazy. Well, we know that. Would Ozzy Oz and uh, look at the faces on those things? Can you at least take the so head off? Wrong. You know, it's like it's like even fish. Well, I don't want the whole fish. I don't want to see the fa- fish looking at me. Look at the ugh. the teeth. They look like they're vampires. Jesus. Now, did they did they did they steam that alive or like how do you prepare? I, a I don't know. I haven't watched I the. Uh, I don't have the uh, Food Network app on. We my... gotta call Andrew Zimmer. He'll eat bat soup. Actually, we should we should call if I, him. If, I, if Inez Garten isn't eating bat soup, I ain't eating exactly. it because she eats anything. I wonder if he's had bat soup. Who, Andrew Zimmer? Oh, yeah, he's eating monkey brains for Christ's sake. He's eating everything. He just don't. He just won't eat oatmeal. Here's a good one. The Swedish chef checks in. Is bat white meat or dark meat? It's a good question. We should call the Butterball Hotline, but I don't think they well, deal with bats. I think you can see it right here. She's see. She's chewing on a. She's chewing on a wing. The same people who like <sighs> eat chicken wings and thighs, not realizing where they come from. Are now mad at well. The, the difference is most people don't die when they eat wings yes. of ducks or chickens. Now here's the thing. I mean, di- countries have all sorts of different things. There's a lot of things that United States uh, people, you know, the Americans eat that other countries would find absolutely vile and disgusting. So I'm not trying to shame any other country for their traditions. No, people have weird. We have weird traditions yeah, in this country. Absolutely, but. Um, I just think that, and 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 traditionally, bats have been have been used in traditional Chinese medicine to treat a variety of illnesses, including coughing, malaria, gonorrhea. Uh, I I don't know if it works, but I know that. Uh, Wait a minute! I hear a cat. Yeah, our cat is riddles, that Riddle? Riddles yeah. moaning. Does he have his little toy? He's got a cat. He has a, he has his little. He brings him up in the middle of the night. He is so starved. He's more starved for attention than Donovan McNabb and Terrell Owens right now, that well, cat. apparently the dark meat on a bat mm-hmm. comes from the muscles that use more oxygen and have more iron. So, like, the wings and stuff like that. So, okay. just like a chicken and things like that, the dark meat comes from that. The, the white meat is inside of the breast. So, this is like the chicken of the cave, Tony. Yes, it is. And, again, people eat weird things. They eat insects. They eat things all over the world. But the problem with this bat craze is that it has a virus in it. Yeah, right. And it's it, then when you eat, linked. A, it's linked to the virus. They think they're pretty sure that that's what it's linked to. So, I wouldn't eat it. Tweet at Andrew Zimmerman. Yeah, we should get him on the show. We're Tell gonna to see him. Uh, we're gonna see him at the Super Bowl. Tell I him to call in. Any of you batshit crazy people can call into it. Two one five four six two Tony. Two one five four six two eight six six nine. Pie gang. I want your Mount Rushmore of pies too. Exactly. I needs it. I needs it. I can use Wait a minute. I have pie. breaking news. We have more animal stories. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, an Indian man has That's died. Dogs, not feathers. That's right. 
An Indian man has died, not after eating bat soup, Robin. He has died, if this stupid story would open, after a tussle with his rooster on their way to find a cockfight in New Delhi. Maybe they couldn't agree on the purse. <laughs> What's going on, man? Here it is. Let's try to say this name. Sarapali Chana Vekastasram Rao, age 50, was hit in the neck with a blade tied to the rooster's claw on January 15th. You hate to see it. Rao, who lived in the Pagradavaram village in southern Indian's uh, Pradesh state, was a regular at local cockfights, and he was on his way to enter the rooster in a competition when the rooster tried to break free, and that rooster just tore his ass up. But to be the man, you, you got to beat the man. Woo! And I'm saying, woo, right here. Woo. Exactly right. Wow, 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 woo! Tell you, man, those cocks are out of control. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to beat a cock. Exactly right. You ever see a real cock fight in action? Only on video. That's what I bet. But you've seen like the—I mean, you've seen the videos, right? Oh, of course. It is gruesome. I know dude. it is. They tie like I said. They tie like the razor blades in their talons. Those things are bred to kill, man. I mean, they're treated worse than pit bulls. That's what he gets for cuck holding the cock. That's it. That's Great Joe gets. Quills checking in on uh, on the Twitch stream. But anyway, these are the kinds of things that we keep you abreast uh, of, so to speak. <laughs> Except the breast meat of the of the bat. I don't know if that's good or. If I were going to eat a bat, I'd probably go with the brat. Like, I'm a white meat kind of guy. You're a white meat kind I'm of guy. I'm not racist. I use the dark meat. Like in Turkey, I'll use it for turkey tetrazzini. Mm -hmm. Bat tetrazzini. Bat tetrazzini. Now, Tony, ironically, speaking of bats, because they have sonar and they can see, they're, they're pretty much blind, uh -huh. right? Well, we have blind Mike on the line. <laughs> and he has comments about not only pie, but probably the bat soup. And I, knew, I told him he has to keep it short because we have JT the Brick coming up. That's right, my buddy up. JT the Brick out there. Oh, and, beautiful, man. Because, you know, yesterday yeah. was a big day. Yo, I love it. JT's coming on that. Yeah, that's that's all. I, tell, him, I, tell him to help me out with the series XM uh, subscription because I've not been able to hear the show. Listen, you can use it my eyes for that bad soup because I don't need him anyway. Listen, um, real quick, the pies. How could you guys forget about shoe fly pie? Shoe fly pie. I was just in Lancaster the other day, yes. too. Robin Dude. actually had a piece of it when we were I up did. there this summertime. I did, although it's very sweet. It's yeah, a little it's bit a little too, too sweet, sweet for me. For me. Oh, good. But the, okay, this is, how, this is the best way, because I've lived in Lancaster for about six years after I left. So you've been to Tony Wang's? You went to Tony Wang's? I lived in, I, I lived in the city. I lived on uh, Lemon Street. And, uh, did they make I lemon pies there by any chance? Yeah. yeah. Any what? Any lemon pies. Uh, not, not like tasty taste. Uh, lemon that's pie for is sure. good, though, man. Um, clean taste. Do they, uh, the, the, you know what's funny about the shoe fly? The best way to get it, if you're going to get it, make sure it has the wet bottom. Don't get the, uh, don't get the flaky bottom. Get the wet bottom shoe fly. Or the, or the, if you want to go deeper, <laughs> get the chocolate shoe fly. Yeah, wet bottoms are always a problem. Then you got to, you have to take the sheets off. Yeah, you, know, the, the the, you have to sleep, <laughs> sleep on the wet spot yeah. and. Matter of fact, we just pulled the sheets. I'm washing them. Tony right now. and I just looked at each other. And go, you want to go? or You want me to go? <laughs> we both had the same idea. Hey, hey Tony, yeah. I forgot. I, I had the same lowest to go. <laughs> I gave her amnesia. <laughs> no, do me a favor. Say hi to JT for me. I will say hi. JT and I go way, 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 way. The wet bottoms. Isn't that a group that your son likes, Robin? The wet bottoms? Ah, no, the top bottoms, I think they're called. They're opening up at the, oh, uh, no. Trocadero next weekend. They're opening up for the repugnant Republicans, I think, this weekend at the TLA. 
Well, th- well, that will be the end of that. <laughs> hey, thanks, Mike, for calling in. Thanks, guys. There he is, Mike, with a update from up there in uh, Shemokin, Pennsylvania. Shemokin. Yeah, I was just in like. Are they smoking in Shemokin up there? Dude. Dude. I'm usually, I'm more of a tuckahoe in kind of guy. (laughs) (laughs) Tuckahoe. Not a tuck it under. Speaking of that, RuPaul is in the news today. Speaking of tucking it in. What's going on with her? I don't know. I I saw RuPaul was. No, he's he, right? Mm. He ditched the wig. So it's just he now. No, he's always been a he. No, I know that. And he's just a transsexual. Right. Or transvestite, not a transsexual. He is not having uh, surgery, right, Robin RuPaul? You're a big RuPaul drag race fan. He is a transvestite, not a transsexual. From Transylvania. He's not from Transylvania. That's Romanian to me. But anyway, let's get it back to the action. That was a nice segue to RuPaul, though, Bob. Thank you. Of course, uh, now, last night, one of the big stories was Zion. And if you turn the game on, and I did. I didn't watch it. And Zion wasn't on the floor. So then people are all over Twitter ripping the NBA, of course. And even I didn't jump on board at that point. And, you know, I'll do anything to rip the NBA when it's justified. Just like I'll rip any other league. So people are, oh, this is ridiculous. Guy has two points in, in, in three boards in the first half. He only played a couple of minutes and wasn't on the floor. Right. First so obviously, back. you know, when you, it was Zion Day, everybody was pimping this up. And I want to see the kid play, too. He's a monster. Sure. So he doesn't play for the most part in the first half. And people are ripping TNT. They're ripping the NBA. They're saying, what's going on? False advertising. You know, Alvin Gentry was getting ripped, too, the coach of your New Orleans Pelicans. As, as well as he should. So, anyway, so then he put him in in the second half. In the fourth quarter, he goes bananas. Batshit crazy, you could say. <laughs> 17, <laughs> 17 points, four threes in three minutes. That's more than Ben Simmons will make in three years in the NBA. What's the over? I wish I could take a future on that. Over under three pointers made in the next three years with Ben Simmons. Well, you can set that at like Zion already has four of them. Right. He's on three minutes. And Dean says he's on a minute count of eight. I understand it. So that's my point of this. The whole story is people were pissed off at first. Zion, Zion, Zion. He's been out for 13 weeks. How many threes, Tony? Four threes in three minutes in the fourth quarter in one stretch. So the Pelicans were down big to the Spurs. Mm -hmm. They erased the 12-point deficit in the fourth quarter. And then Alvin Gentry pulls him. And now the people who bet... Then laid the three and a half. The Pelicans were favored. We're pissed off that Alvin Gentry pulls Zion when the guy's starting to feel it. And that's what happened in the beginning. Everybody thought this guy was just going to jump on the floor and immediately start dominating. He was rusty. He hadn't played. Obviously, there was a lot of pressure on him. Everybody's watching He's him. also about 18 and a half years old. Yeah, he's 19. Yeah, he's 19. And it's amazing. So the guy goes out there, and the people who were bitching about Alvin Gentry pulling him out of a game that was close – are degenerate gamblers, who are our best customers, of as course, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing, there's listeners. anything wrong with it. No. So they lose to the Spurs, one twenty-one to one seventeen. Zion had twenty-two points, eight of eleven, seven rebounds, three assists, and people are going crazy in eighteen minutes. That's pretty damn impressive. It is pretty impressive, but that, that's what you want to do. You don't, you don't want the guy to go out there and get hurt again, re-injure himself. Because it's his first game in the NBA. He, listen, man, you traded away Anthony Davis. He's your franchise. He's your, you, he, no, he's the cornerstone of your program for the next five, six, seven years. You can't take any chances with him. You no, gotta, and I think, I think, and you know me, I'm not a coach apologist, but I got to tell you, man, I think Alvin Gentry did the right thing. He did. Now you can question the, the the beginning of the game, but he only played a couple of minutes. Pelicans aren't going anywhere this season. What's the point? No, they're, but they're the, right. I, the fact that he's ready to play and he's healthy—that's all that matters. Because I'm against this whole. Minutes restrictions on veterans. You know, the whole 
load management bullshit right. with proven veteran players. It's just their easy way of saying, you know, our guys aren't going to play every game. All right, folks, you may have bought a ticket. Too bad. He's getting the night off. And we see it all over the NBA now. So it's an epidemic of load management. This isn't load management. This is careful usage of a young kid mm-hmm. who's going to be, without a doubt, he stays healthy, a superstar in this league for a long time to come. He's a monster. And so I'm not going to rip Alvin Gentry. I was, I think in the beginning you probably should have put him out there a little bit longer. But then again, because everybody's waiting for You know, when you get hyped up, it's like the Super Bowls. They used to get hyped up and then the game sucked. Nationally televised game is just a big deal. Yeah, they, everybody made it a big deal. There were countdown clocks to Zion coming back. Playing his first, and it's not that like he came back. He didn't play at all in the NBA. His last game was at Duke last year. Yeah. In the NCAA tournament. Exactly. Meanwhile, so JT to break, does he join you every week? No, he's just joining us today. Oh, that's good. Not every week, but I haven't talked to JT in a while. And ladies and gentlemen, he's going to call us. We're getting him on the line right now. Will you right see him now. down at the Super Bowl? Is he going to be heading down? I don't know if he's going to head out there. I guess we'll get a chance to ask him. Because he lives on the West Coast, you know. And JT has been involved with the Raiders for a long, long time. The greatness that is. The greatness. He's done their pregame shows. He's done all the rallies. I went there once with a Raider rally with Mike, uh, with, uh, Mike Golick when I was doing the morning show at uh-huh. ESPN. We did a big Raider rally in Jack London Square in Oakland. And so, obviously, for the Oakland fans, you know, the, today is the day they officially will no longer be known as the Oakland, as Raiders. The Oakland Raiders. I know. It's a sad day, though. It, it really, really is because the Raider fans have been patient. They're very diehard. You know, they lost the Raiders once to L.A., and then they lost them to St. Louis when the, Ram, the Raiders went, went, went to L.A., and then they finally came back to Oakland. And J.T. the Brick has been there through thick and thin, and he now has to say, because we couldn't say San Diego. He would still say San Diego Chargers. How long will it be before people will say Las Vegas Raiders? Let's go to a man I've known forever. You can hear him on Sirius XM Radio now. He's out there. He's got to have uh, mixed emotions. JT the Brick from the Las Vegas Raiders. JT, how are you, brother? My guy, Miss Robin, the whole team. I love what you're doing. Love watching it. And it's the first time ever on any platform I'm saying Las Vegas Raiders. How about that? Wow. Now, how does it feel, as we like to used to say? Because obviously, when you Oakland Raiders, even when they went to L.A., you know, they just people just called them the Raiders. They didn't call them the L.A. Raiders. They said the Raiders. And now... You can't call them uh, – well, people still just call them the Raiders or you have to call them the Las Vegas Raiders because that's where they're well, going to play. Yeah, I think the goal is, Tony, to call them the Las Vegas Raiders, no doubt about it. But a lot of people will call them the Raiders. And there was so much thought going into this whole process because, as you know, the DNA – Mark Davis said it yesterday – is always Oakland. They were born in Oakland. The majority of their fans are still in Oakland. It, it's been the Oakland Raiders even when they went to L.A. and – one there. So this is a brand new chapter, but this is an organization that needed a fresh start. They needed their own stadium. And when we debuted the logo yesterday with the backdrop of that stadium, I can't wait till you come out here. And I guarantee you, if you don't come out for a Raider game, you'll be coming out for a Final Four yep. or a Rolling Stones concert or Everything. something massive there. And now the Raiders finally have a stadium, unlike the Coliseum, which was under duress by the worst politicians in America, and I know you can get on a political rant or two <laughs> from time to time. The worst were in Oakland, and now with the Las Vegas Raiders, Mark Davis will have an opportunity with John Gruden to build a winner with revenue and more money and you know, the ability to get free agents with no state taxes. No, exactly. And, 
listen, uh, you know, the fact that they finally, because, you know, L.A., look at L.A. You and I were there forever. Uh, the L.A. situation, every year there were mock-ups of new stadiums because, you know, the Coliseum is not an NFL stadium. The Rose Bowl is not an NFL stadium. They were trying to get a team in L.A. forever. And then they get two teams at the same time, and one plays in the soccer stadium, the other one plays in the, you know, in the Coliseum. And luckily they were good, so they drew fans right away. The Rams did. Chargers didn't, even in their own building. And then they started building that unbelievable facility, finally, where the Hollywood Park used to be. And that's going to be a world-class facility. They're going to have Super Bowls again. And, the, and Las Vegas is going to have Super Bowls. In fact, they're, you know, they're going to have the draft already in a couple of months. Yeah, well, the big thing, and I guess it'll be taken wrong, but, I, but I'm honest. The difference between the Rams and Chargers and the Raiders is they're playing in a place called Inglewood, and in Vegas we're playing on the other side of the Strip. It's, it's a much more pleasant experience than going to Inglewood, which is Inglewood compared to Vegas. So I think with Spanos there and the Chargers as their tenant, that thing's $2 billion with a B in cost overruns. And I'm sure Kroenke's going to make it back, and they're going to put the NFL Network there, and they might have the Academy Awards there. It's going to be great and all that. But I lived in L.A. for 10 years. You lived there, too. And a lot of people on Sunday are not going to want to get in their car to see the Chargers play in Inglewood. They're going to be giving away 30,000 seats for that. And the Rams, Rams are going to have their hands full, too, even though I think they'll do well, because you know, Tony, how finicky fans in Los Angeles can be. In Vegas... Everybody's going to be getting on flights from all over. Can you imagine when the Eagles, when the Eagles show up every four years in Vegas to play a game? I mean, there's going to be 25,000 Eagle fans that want to come in, and they're going to be welcomed by the city of Las Vegas. They're going to be in casinos. They're going to be in ballrooms. They're going to be in unbelievable tailgate parties. And Vegas doesn't have a problem with that. Vegas welcomes everybody for a party. Vegas, no, Vegas, baby. baby. Vegas. And you're absolutely right. And the thing now, when you fly into L.A., which I did last year, anytime you fly into LAX, you see the stadium where the old uh, Hollywood Park was, the racetrack, and then you saw it, the construction. Same thing in, in Vegas. I mean, when you fly into Vegas, you fly right over the Strip. You're landing. It's an unbelievable stadium. They did hey, a great Tony, job. What happens, what happens if an L.A. flight unfortunately has to dump fuel on a landing and they have to dump it over SoFi Stadium because it's, it's in the flight path. Will, will little kids at schools around SoFi Stadium have to worry about jet fuel being jumped on? Now, that's a great point because it just happened last week on a Delta <laughs> yeah. flight that had yeah. to come back and land, and they dumped 15,000 gallons of <laughs> yeah. jet fuel on kids playing in a playground. The outrage. Exactly. We're talking to the great JT the Brick. So, JT, you know, when, when Robin and I lived in L.A. and I was doing the Raiders TV post games with Bill Romanowski up there in San Francisco yeah. every weekend, we would get on flights. And when the Raiders were home, every single flight from LAX to Oakland or San Francisco was filled with Raider fans every single weekend when the Raiders played at home. So that's going to be that short flight from L.A. and Oakland, San Francisco and Oakland, to Vegas every weekend. Those fans will go up there and watch the games. Absolutely. There was an enormous number of fans because Mark Davis gave the Oakland Raider fans the opportunity first right to buy the PSLs and the tickets. The PSLs are all sold out. All the tickets were taken. Everything's great. And there's a lot of Oakland fans. Tony, I've been on the front line of this for a long time with these Oakland fans. And obviously some are still bitter and they're going to be and they're not going to come. But it was great this past year to see the transformation of fans in the black hole, people I tailgate with all the time that really had a problem 
with Mark Davis moving the team to finally, after this long goodbye, come around and say, I get it. The politics here didn't work. The Raiders would have never had a stadium like this. They wouldn't have been able to compete. And they're realizing that Vegas is going to be the global headquarters of the Raider Nation. There's so many more positives to this deal now, now that we can talk about it on the record, instead of having to stand back and say, well, wait till it becomes official. It became official yesterday. And there's so much upside because it's going to be the Southwest hub of a global franchise that has fans in Europe and has fans in the Far East who are going to come to Vegas to have this incredible experience. And hopefully the team's on the you know, on the uptick because Gruden has drafted well. They have a bunch of draft picks coming in this high in this upcoming draft, I think five in the first 90 picks. And if they can nail free agency, unlike Antonio Brown, and get a couple of players that really want to play in Vegas, I think the Raiders are going to be a playoff team in the next year or two and really hunt for a postseason championship coming up in the next few short years. No, I agree with you, JT. And, you know, and, and the Raiders have been my West Coast team, you know, all the – we did rallies there, Jack London Square, back yes. in the day. And so I always love the Raider fans because they so much remind me of Eagle fans with their passion and energy. You know, Robin and I get to take Robin to the black hole a couple of years ago when Nick Foles threw seven touchdown passes. I remember sitting in the press box that day, and it was just stunned silence when Nick Foles had that one of the greatest single-game oh. performances you'll ever see. Well, as Gary Radnich would say, either to me or around me or about me when I wasn't there, but JT the Brick, passion and energy, baby. I got it from you. I got it from the great legends of sports radio, and I was there on the sidelines for that Foles game, which was one of the greatest of all time, and it's a great way to talk about rabid fan bases. There's only a few rabid fan bases left, and look at how these Niner fans went dormant, literally dormant when they moved from Hunter's Point and Candlestick down to Silicon Valley, closer to San Jose than San Francisco. You didn't hear a peep on any show about a Niner fan. Now the Niners are winning. All of a sudden, Levi Stadium is an okay place to go to. They're back in the Super Bowl, and that fan base has exploded back onto the scene because a lot of fans left them behind because they moved pretty far away. And they also, you know, obviously were terrible. And the Chip Kelly for a couple of years, that was a disaster. So they've gone through the same a learning curve in the same situation. I know a lot of fans. My buddy Julio Tempesta, who used to own the restaurant uh, in San Francisco that we would go to, Umbria, you know, he's watching us on Twitch. He moved out of San Francisco because of the climate there as far as businesses are concerned and taxation. That's a different story. But he, you know, when, when the rate, when the uh, 49ers, he was a lifelong 49ers season ticket holder at Candlestick. But once they started building the stadium down there, Levi Stadium, the fans, and it happens in every city, by the way, they get angry that they're being not only told that they have to pay for a, you know, a seat license, but then they get jacked and get bad tickets. They don't even get seats commensurate to the ones that they had in the old stadium as far as sight lines and where you get to sit. Yeah, and that's going to be interesting here in Vegas because Vegas has got this brand-new Taj Mahal. The sight lines are going to be perfect, but you know it's going to be more expensive, different than an Oakland ticket over the years, and there were going to be changes from Levi Stadium, from Candlestick, and Everybody has to evolve with this. I almost died at the vet. I was in the upper deck with a Phil Simms jersey on in the 700 section when I was 16 years old. I was popping off after a couple of beers. An Eagle fan took me by the neck, hung my neck over the rail, and said, I don't think this is a good place for you to be. So I was at the vet. I've never been to the link yet. But look, Eagle fans made the transformation because they were getting an upgrade 
in the experience. They were getting a better stadium, a better club section. Now, a lot of fans can't afford it and can't enjoy the luxuries of life, but that's the way the league is being run now. If you want to compete with Robert Kraft and you want to compete with Jerry Jones, you have to have a state-of-the-art stadium. You have to have local revenue. You have to have things that the Raiders haven't had. The Raiders have been operating under these circumstances since 1994 when they returned back to Oakland. And over the last three to four years, other than the great parking lot experience, and man, that tailgating is still going to be one of the best memories I've ever had. Raider fans understand that this is a massive upgrade for the experience of what's going to happen at this new state-of-the-art stadium, their new facility, which is going to be able to recruit players to come in. The state taxes thing, I think, is a big deal. But, again, if you're paying a guy multi-millions, they'll play anywhere. And just, Tony, a fresh start. It was getting stale, not the fans, but the football in Oakland. And now the football must take a higher step up because – Davis is demanding it. Gruden's making $100 million. You go way back with Gruden to his Eagle days. And now the clock is ticking. The Raiders have to get back to relevance on the football field. And I think they took a big step this past year. No, I totally agree. JT, we apologize. Now, we hear what we're hearing in our headsets here in the studio, and you're hearing back from us. The sound quality is great. But something happened, and I, a lot of the people who are checking in and listening on Twitch are wondering what's going on with the sound. So it's not not something that's happening here and it's not yeah, something it's not that's happening. Yeah, it's not something that's happening on the, on the phone line. So I don't know what it is. It's obviously in the system somewhere and Robin's trying to work on it, but I think when we're on, she can't reboot or do the other things that we're doing, but everything sounds good. Luigi did not pull the plug, by the way. No, 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 I did not. No. <laughs> and uh, I've been listening to the greatness that is JT the Brick over here. Thank you. The greatness, the greatness. of the greatness. I get paid to say that though, JT. Exactly. <laughs> JT, well, you know, our old buddy Tom Looney checks uh-huh. in every once in a while. He gives us a call, and we, we check in on him because, obviously, when you and Looney were working together on Fox Sports Radio, and yep. Looney had the greatest, greatest sports intros, like talking about balls and slaving, over a, hot mi- slaving over a hot microphone. Those are some fun times, man. <laughs> oh, Tom Looney is like a brother to me. 14, 14 years with him at Fox Sports Radio, and 14 of the best years of my life, because not only did I find a partner on the radio, but a great friend. And, Tony, I think we could put together a lineup right now with alumni from Fox Sports Radio that would kick that lineup's ass, with all due respect to Colin, right up and down any AM, any Twitch lineup, FM lineup tomorrow. But that's a conversation for a private Bruno Brick podcast. As an outside personnel looking in, I agree with that, JT. I'll tell you that right now. I, I think you would win in every time slot. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. We had we had it several different times during the history of Fox Sports Radio, and there were growing pains, and you were there for the launch, and there were other issues along the way. I, I was there for 17 and a half years. 17 and a half years. I was six months, six months away. I said this in my podcast with Looney from breaking the record of being the longest syndicated show at one place consecutively, and I didn't even get a T-shirt or a phone call on the way out. So my excitement now to be on Mad Dog, my excitement to know Don Collins and what you're doing at Twitch, to embrace these new platforms of podcasting now, I've never been more excited to be on the radio because I think the growth and the uniqueness of the way that listeners can find us now has never been stronger. No, you're absolutely right. And, you know, especially older guys like me, you're a lot younger than I am, but people always talk about my generation, the boomers. You know, they don't embrace social media. They don't embrace 
digital world, which everybody now, for the most part, and eventually everybody will be consuming all of their information now, if they're not, on digital platforms. And so as an old guy, you know, I can either say, hey, you know what, I'm an old fogey, I don't want to deal with this, or I, as you said about the Raiders' new stadium, a fresh start. This is a fresh start for many careers with the, the, the situation going on with terrestrial radio around the world, iHeart getting rid of a lot of people. So, you know, I'm not saying terrestrial radio is dead, but certainly the future, and a lot of people have embraced the digital platforms where most people now get their information. Well, I, you know, I'm still a caller-based guy from winning Jim Rome's first smack-off and starting that way and always, and learning from you too, always embracing the callers who – some of the callers have gone on to be some of my great friends in my personal life. Yep. And I found a home on Mad Dog now where I work for guys that you know, like Steve Cohen and yep. other people in this industry that embrace the listener. They encourage people to call in. Christopher Mad Dog Russo wants callers to call in. I found a home now that at least I feel comfortable. The place I came from, they literally would say, no calls, or that guy can't call again this week. I was like, what are you talking about? You want these people to listen. You claim that they're P1s. You want them to buy your advertising and listen during the commercials, and you have zero, zero respect for anyone who calls in or listens other than clickbait. And as I said, now we're in the evolution of sports radio where it's more important to have a dope on the radio who has no sources but can go fake that he has sources and get it wrong on Kawhi Leonard or another topic. But if he gets 200,000 views on some clickbait site, it's more positive than quality radio that you're doing every day. And that's why the evolution of sports radio is in trouble right now because it's more about getting Internet troll bait and clicks racial clicks, fake sources, and all that, than it is doing great radio with a veteran like you who knows how to tease ahead, knows how to take calls, knows how to break news, knows how to break a story that happens during your time slot. Those days are numbered, and I know how much you and I, Tony, care about helping and mentoring young broadcasters in the business who are coming up and trying to put them on the right path. Exactly. Luigi's here speaking of a guy who started out as a listener and you know, then started helping producing the show and now has his own podcast and his own fantasy show you know every week he's you know he's come up the food chain because as as i did and as you did we were passionate about wanting to do this and he was the same way and now he's got his own thing going but it wasn't well i think what he should do today is tell him tell on the show that he heard through his sources that joel Embiid's being traded to sacramento Stand by that fake source, get yourself a couple thousand more subscribers, and then hope everybody forgets about it by next Wednesday. JT, this, this is like my first rodeo. Else. This is my first rodeo. I've, I've had Joel Embiid going to the Clippers for the past three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> now, I just want to say that it's, it's because of guys like you, that, you know, Tony and, and, and yourself, trendsetters, that, like, I, I've learned that this is how radio is supposed to be done. You know what I mean? This is the way it's supposed to be. This, this is the way it's, it's fun. It's not about clickbait. It's about content. And it's about making your listeners, you know, feel like they're, you know, they're part of the of the family. They're part of the show themselves. You know, that's why I was I always uh, gravitated towards Tony growing up is because he always made listeners feel like they were part of the show. He's made you feel like you were, you know, you were in the studio with him. And that's what you know. That's what a listener wants. And I think that's what you should adhere to. Yeah, and I think you nailed that because what I learned from Tony too, when I broke in, and I learned from Scott Farrell. The first time I tell this story all the time. The first time I ever met Tony and came up and introduced myself, he couldn't have been more kind, respectful, whatever you need. First time I met Scott Farrell at a radio remote in the middle of the night, he was doing his remote. He had a, he had a fake plastic swimming pool full of beers on a radio row. <laughs> wow. I went up and introduced myself, and he said, hey, 
JT, here's my number, whatever you need, you call me because back then everybody had an ego. We were all egomaniacs at some stage in our career, but everybody liked each other, wanted to help out each other. It was a different time. Now there's a lot of people jumping on radio shows who shouldn't be on the radio trying to make a name for themselves, but it's going to be great. You guys found this platform. I knew about it a while ago. My, my sons, one's a freshman at Oklahoma, the other one's a junior in high school. Wow. They're on Twitch so much that I have to shut it down certain nights <laughs> because they're talking to gamers, they're watching sports, they're doing everything. And this is the future, man, because you can interact instantly and really have a great relationship with your audience. I love it. Absolutely. This is good stuff. For the people who are having trouble with the audio content, luckily, Robin, we have the quality audio saved and recorded it. Mm-hmm. So when we repost this later on, and when you just hear, want to hear the audio part on the Twitch stream or whether you want to hear it on Spreaker or all the other sites, the audio will be perfectly clear. So we apologize. I don't know what happened during the transmission, but uh, the brick. And people want to know, you know, because I know the story, but how did you get the nickname The Brick? That's what a lot of people are asking on our Twitch stream right now. Including yeah, our buddy was, uh... David Conrad out in Las Vegas who listens to the show every day. Yeah, that was, Jim Rome named me that because when I was a caller, I was a stockbroker at Merrill Lynch in La Jolla, California. I was calling his show, and I was only calling in on the Knicks when the, when the Knicks were actually relevant. That's how long it's been. And I, I would call in all the time when John Starks was make, missing all those shots in the finals, and he finally just said, instead of JT from La Jolla, he said JT the Brick because it rhymes with Knicks. And uh, I came after Vic the Brick in L.A. who had his nickname for his own reason, and it just stuck with me. And a lot of people know my passion for New York sports as a Yankee fan and a Knicks fan. So it stuck with me. But when they introduced me yesterday at the formal Vegas event, when I introduced the governor of Nevada, there was no J.T. the Brick on the screen. It was John Tornor. They didn't want to deal with the Brick in that environment. We're the Las Vegas Raiders now, baby. Wow. So they, the Las Vegas Raiders have stripped J.T. the Brick from your, from your <laughs> name? I mean, you have to use your real name now? No, I'll use it at corporate events, Tony, when I'm a shill for the team with the suit on <laughs> and, and the tie and all that. But when I'm on the radio, I'll still be J.T. the Brick or maybe, maybe just J.T., but I don't have a last name like Bruno that just sticks with you where everybody just remembers it on the street. J.T. the Brick. I'll know him always as J.T. the Brick, and I know him as John Tornaro also. Good to talk to you, brother. Now, you're not going to uh, Miami, are you? I am back. I have actually one cool thing I'd like to promote. I was uh, picked by the Hard Rock Hotel in Vegas to close the property. I'm doing my show all week from the Hard Rock in Vegas as they're closing down the night of the Super Bowl, and they're closing it down until the day after the presidential election, and they're going from the Hard Rock to Virgin. Richard Branson is launching his Virgin Las Vegas property there, so I'm saying goodbye to the Hard Rock. It's called the Last Great Party. So if anybody, any of your listeners are going to Vegas for the Super Bowl, stop by the Hard Rock. It's going to be fantastic. Their final great party. And the only virgin in Vegas, too. Exactly, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How many vir- who will be the first virgin to enter the new property? Will there known? be a sacrifice, JT? <laughs> will there be a human sacrifice? Yes. I think they're going to live up to the history of the Hard Rock. At the pool, they're going to have to have more than one. They're going to have to have about 30 sacrifices. I usually bring 72 virgins with me in, you know, in case uh, something goes wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? The pool brought to you by Valtrex. <laughs> you guys are the best. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the greatness that is JT the Brick out of Las Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Vegas. Talk to you guys soon. All the best. All right. See you, JT. Out there at the Hard Rock, closing it down. I've closed down many bars before, but that's usually just a one-night thing. Yeah. 
it's not like closed down forever. You little know? Bruno Bash action. Exactly. It was a great interview. I don't know what the hell happened, but I guess maybe some of the wires got crossed. Maybe something. Yeah, I. Robin I, was efforting like crazy. No, I know. There's nothing we could do. I have done what I normally do to fix it, making sure that the and so it's kind of a weird thing. Now I'm with with the phone hung up. I want to see if. Now, did the audio quality get better? There's insanity the audio... in the control room tonight. My ex-wife's calling me so on the bad. phone. I told her I was on the air till 3 Who's o'clock. Who's asking for a Labor Day I mean, no people understand what's ear. going on here. We're broadcasting here. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. So, Jeepers. Honestly, the only way to fix it is to uh, shut it down and, and reboot, reboot it. it. But then that means that the sh- everything will stop and I'll have to start up again. So... I actually, I, I hate to say this. I th- we have two options. We have an option just to end the show completely. Oh, we got another half an hour. I I'm know. Third, 40 minutes of quality but material we still must do dispense. Do you recall how long it took me last time to reset everything? So this won't be just a control-alt-delete? Just when you call the IT department at your company no. and you call them up and then you get this sound. Yeah. Well, that's annoying. Sorry. We want to, you know what we want it to sound like? That's why we got a reboot. But we're coming back, though. So we hope that you come back and rejoin us. Yeah, so don't go anywhere. Um, what we're going to do is I'm just going to, I'm going to try a shutting down the Not program. Operation Shutdown stri- like uh, Derek Bell try Bell shutting down the streaming program first and then just restarting that. If that does not work, then I'm going to have to do a full reboot. So uh, let me try this first. Do not go anywhere, okay. folks. It's going to go dead just for a minute. That's what she said. Yeah. Please stand by. That's a good interview with JT, so people should definitely check that out. Yeah, Yeah, we can keep talking because it's going to be recorded okay. for the podcast. So, All right. Um, let's uh, see, I've got 15 calls that are going on during the show. That's it. Let's play okay. some music here. <laughs> it is just the weirdest thing. It's an outrage is what it is. I know. Are you playing that, Louis? Yeah, I'm playing that. Okay. Well, we can go back to Warren if you want. You want to go back to Warren? It is yeah, pie it is pie day. Let's, let's crank up Warren again. We stopped him. <laughs> Warren already in progress. Yeah. We now join Warren already in progress. I'm going to play drop. Keep on scratching. What up? Swing it to the drum, swing it to guitar, swing it to the bass in the back of my car. Ain't got money, ain't got no gas. I am pissed off. I'm a nitwit. Okay, don't worry about it. Enjoy the wind, man. That's what I'm talking about. All right, Tony, turn it down. And let us see if... Just spit on that thing. Rub some dirt on it, as people say. (laughs) If the sound is now better, let's see. Is it better now? I see levels all over the place on the main mix. Well, I know the the levels have been there. That's just the weird thing, uh, and I don't know what what caused it. We have the frequency modulation. Got it back. People, we're back, Tony. We're We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Robin, you did it. Robin did it again, ladies and gentlemen. Now this is what it should sound like. 
So the good thing is I did not have to. Oh, that's nice. The good thing is I did not have to restart my computer, which would have taken way longer. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We're not buying our equipment at Radio Shack. No. We have the finest equipment, the finest meats and cheeses, the finest red wines here in the wine cellar. Yeah, as I noticed, because uh, did the other half of that case from Dean show up yet? No, it hasn't. Okay, just making sure. By the way, has my potpourri showed up? No, it hasn't. My mom sent me some, uh, some Glade plugins. I haven't seen it. Now, there's a bag that came yesterday upstairs. Is it addressed to me? No, probably not. No, it's not. I think it's a box. Exactly. Ah, oh, what's in the box? We got our finest equipment here. So don't tell us that we have junky equipment. AJ in Cincinnati provides us <laughs> with the finest AJ San Antonio, meats. I mean, AJ in San Antonio. Now, the and one not thing, AJ in Cincinnati Trevor, or Trevor AJ in the... has another computer for moi in his car, apparently. Who does, Trevor? Trevor from the 203. Didn't his car get totaled? Didn't he drive it off a cliff? No, he, he well, tra- tra- traded it in. No, traded I know. I'm kidding. He has a new car. And um, so that's one of the issues is that... All of the load of the entire show, sound effects, like all these different things are all running through one computer. Um, so as soon as I can get that second computer so I can, you know, lift the load a little bit from this guy. Lift the load. Lift the load. We should do better. Fantasy. What's the matter with you people? What do you mean, you people? What do you mean? What do you mean? You people. And so, if you missed the JT interview because of the audio yes, issue, I will what do you repost- mean, you people? Exactly. It is a fantastic interview. So I will. It's not an interview, to- by the way. I hate to call them interviews. They're conversations. The conversation. The conversation. That's all it was. It wasn't an interview. interview is when you don't know somebody yeah, and they're pimping true. a book, and then you ask questions. You miss shooting the shit with JT. If you yeah, it was shooting the shit. That's what we're live. doing. That's if what it's called. If you miss Tony shooting the shit, shooting the breeze with JT, I will repost that segment as a highlight specifically on Twitch separately. You missed the uh, – yeah, and you definitely want to listen in because you'll hear uh, the sources deep within uh, with Joel and B possibly going to Sacramento. No, that's a joke. He was making that up. Just like everybody else on Twitter exactly does. Exactly right. All these trade rumors. Oh, and now Derek Rose is who the Sixers have to go after. Well, yeah. Would you make that deal? Uh, would I go get Derek the Rose? Yes. Sources deep within. Yes. Yes, because he uh, he brings a skill set to this team that the Sixers do not have right now that they so desperately cover. Even he though gets, he's 80 years old? He's not 80 years old. He's 29, I, I believe. You know, that's that's one guy. We got robbed with the injuries. We got robbed this team. Because remember, Tony, rookie of the year, he comes out, MVP. That, oh, guy, yeah. that guy lived above the rim. He was fantastic. And Absolutely. The, the I wouldn't have, it depends on what you have to give up. And again, you know, we can all sit here it and was say. Gonna take you, it's going to take you Mike Scott, Zaire Smith, and... Poss- well, possibly a one. A number one? Yeah, but, you know, the Sixers' number one picks aren't going to be worth dog doo-doo. Well, if they keep playing on the road the way they are, well, they will yeah, be. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, it might be. But anyone, he's 31 years old. and uh... Is he 30? Okay, so he's 31. He's not 29. He's 31. But he gets to the, he gets to the, he gets to the rim, and he can score you 20 points off the, off the bench, which is what you need. Um, the Sixers don't have that. They need that. They also need a three-point shooter bad. They need a three-point shooter more, more so than they need Derrick Rose. So if, if they I'm also them, need guys who can go into the painted area and dominate. They got dominated by Toronto. Did you see the differential in points in the paint? It was like 52 for Toronto and like 19 for the Sixers. You can't be – everything can't be a three-point shot. No, it can't be. Everything's a three-point shot. Is that your, uh, your, your place, man, I see up there? That's the house, yeah. It's beautiful, man. Is that nice? Yeah. Okay, nobody else besides you can see that. Okay, you we don't want anybody that. to see I know, our crib. How many bedrooms you got? It's two. Who's two? using the other one? Don Collins. What the? Don Collins is responsible for the Twitch. And, he's, and he, by the way, he's picking up his part yeah. of the tab. Yeah, he's paying half. He's not freeloading on us down there. I was going to drive down and say hi for a weekend. Jesus. I can use some sun. 
You know, the Sixers took 46 three-pointers last night, Luigi. How many? 46 three-point shots. That's way too many trees. Exactly, and that's why they lose, because they don't go into the paint. And if the threes are falling for any team, and you shoot 46 threes and you make half of them, that's a good night. No, I agree. But when you you have a horrific situation where you don't know what you're going to get night in and night out, especially in the paint without Embiid around, you know, and then you got Hor- again. It's, it's it's the thing that bugs me about the Sixers, and I want to see the Sixers win as much as anybody else. The problem is that they're still moving parts that they can't fit together. This is still a team that is not mission accomplished. You don't know. You think this team right now is constructed is better than the team last year no. that was much maligned that went to the Eastern Conference no, semifinals. No, they're not because they're missing the shooter. They're missing a shooter. They're, they're, they're missing a J.J. Redick-type player. Yeah, I don't think they're better. I think they've taken a step back. You know, James Harden misses a lot of three-pointers, too. But that, yeah, but he also makes a ton of them. Yeah, but, the but the Houston Rockets are up and down, too. The Houston Rockets are one of those teams, you look at them on paper, like, wow. And then they lose, like, four or five in a row every once in a while. And you're saying, how the hell could that team lose four or five in a row? Because everybody's not going to win every game. And nobody right. wants to win 53 games anymore. Nobody's shooting for personal records. You know, that, that's, you know, we had 81 drop the other night up there in uh, Portland. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a big deal. Did he drop? No, he's touched 61 the other night, right? Because yeah. Kobe dropped 81, and I think it's the anniversary of Kobe Bryant's 81-point game. When he was up there in New York, and he went ballistic. Yes. But then, uh, what's his name? Dame. Damian Lillard dropped 61 the other night, and his team barely won. I know. Isn't that crazy? When, you're, when your best player shoot, makes six, shoots, get, gets 61 points in the game, your team should not be close to losing. Right, close to losing. Now, exactly. well, the, the problem is though too is that Dame Dame's doing that all by himself. Because CJ McCollum, uh, you know the, the talented two guard out there, he's hurt. He's hurt. So it, it is all on Damian's shoulders. But again, you're right. You score 61 freaking points by yourself. You, you, your team should not be in contention of losing that game. Exactly. Like that screensaver right there on the back of us, man. It's like a train going through there, Tony. Where is that? Is that the Alps? It's about to go, go off the rails, like this show. It's about to go off the rails. I don't know which train that is. It's European. Know. There's no doubt about that. Maybe it is, but I can't see. I don't know. Wherever people, that train is, I want to be on that. People are saying they can't see me on Twitch right now. I said it's because Robin's doing twelve thousand other things right now. She doesn't have time to switch cameras. By the way, I have a Wall Street update <laughs> for our <laughs> defensive Thanks. viewer, Robin. You're welcome. Thanks. For Thanks, our dude. investors out there, let's get a breaking update from our man who watches so that we don't. Nobody's watching the impeachment trial, so we don't need an update on that. But we always get our updates, daily updates, from the man who has the stock market quotes running through his living room from one end all the way across to the other end. The Dow Jones Industrial, the, uh, the hog futures, anything the you need futures. to know. Hog futures. Hog futures. Ladies and gentlemen, Dean is reporting at this hour from the financial desk. <laughs> The Dow Jones Industrial Average, after going down almost 200 points, the stock market is about to turn green, ladies and gentlemen. That's a good thing, right? Buy, buy, buy. Is it sell, 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 or buy, buy, buy? Well, that's the uh, Backstreet Boys. It depends on what you're selling, Tony. I need a stock market quotation from our good friends here on on Broad Street. We're, of course, the trading. Buy low, sell high? Isn't that what it is? No, that was the movie uh, Trading Places. Remember? Yeah, I'm trying to find it right now. Thirsty for a non-white quarterback checks in on Twitter. D, 
Did Trevor get his car from one of those $1,000 down anyone drive joints at 22% interest rate like like he's in the hood? (laughs) You know, it's sad because a lot of people have bad credit. And I had bad credit, which is why I had to get like a 17-year loan on my car when I moved back from L.A. and had to short sale my house to move back here. Which was a total outrage. And now you're fine again. Yeah, my credit's fine. Just took seven years. It's an outrage. It's what it is. You can't find that truck. That's the that's the biggest outrage. Of course, we got other stories too. In the meantime, tomorrow's a big day. Now we already know this is one of those. They let the the uh, they let the horse out of the barn stories. Yeah. Eli Manning, the book of Eli, will be closed finally tomorrow, Luigi. Really? Now this story got out yesterday. The thing about this story that's really bizarre is that they find out on Wednesday that Eli Manning is going to have a news conference on Friday to announce his retirement. Normally, when you have a news conference to make a big announcement, you don't, you don't have like a soft opening two days earlier. You know, <laughs> right, it's not like right, a restaurant. Right, right. <laughs> right, we're going to have a soft opening just for select guests on Wednesday. Then Friday, we're going to open this baby up for real. Again, Eli Manning deserves the accolades. I mean, he's been the, you know, it says he's the only one of the few players who's only played for one team. Actually, he played for two, the San Diego Chargers and the Giants. Tony, but he never called, played for the. Uh, it's, we talked about it before. It's called clickbait. We should do that. We should say uh, next week. Uh, while we're at the Super Bowl, we are going to have surprise guests and a big announcement. How's that? <laughs> and that that will be clickbait. Yeah, and one of the things, you know, a lot of people are ripping this. Of course, the Super Bowl radio row is a lot of people pimping stuff. Yes. That's understandable. But I don't just, I don't just do it and get some no-name athlete on who's got something to sell. Every guest that we put on our shows, and it's always been this way, because we have a choice on who we put on. Correct. And so, you know, if it's somebody that I don't know or I'm not interested in and has no relevance to what we're doing, See, I'm not putting them on just because they're pulled, selling an anal to, lube. You know what I mean? Got, I got Ken Shamrock on. That was pretty damn good. I, well, yeah, I that's mean, different. But unless it, has, it has something of relevance. Right. It's like Ken Shamrock isn't there every year. No, There's some guys that go every year who are marginal players who have nothing to do with the Super Bowl, but somebody paid him money to go around Radio Row to fill airtime on stations that can't get guests. <laughs> And then they pimp product. And that's fine. That's what it is. But we don't do that. Do we have players that pimp? Like when Michael Irvin came by last year and he had a bottle right. of his, uh, his uh, alkaline water. Correct. Right? Michael, everybody wants Michael on their show. Yeah. Michael comes on my show whether he's pimping a product or not. Right. But since he had the alkaline water and sat down, I drank it. We talked about alkaline water. But then we got to the business. You know what See, I'm saying? See, that's the difference is that a lot of, you know, all these guys that are pimping stuff, uh, no matter who they are or what they're pimping, they'll go on shows and they'll say the same tried things over and over and over again. And then they'll move on. When at, whereas when they go on you because they know you, they love you, they respect you, they'll still pimp their stuff because that's what they're paid to do. Exactly. But, they'll, but then they will talk to Tony and Tony will give them... Like when we get Kevin Harlan on every year. They'll shoot the shit with Tony. For our la- <laughs> it's a tradition there. Talk sports for maybe five minutes. But Kevin Harlan, when we get him on, he's always, and this is a tradition unlike any other, Kevin Harlan is always the last guest on Radio Row, yes, and he comes on to he my show. Yes, last year. I know. It was a total yeah, was outrage. Really we were very, he was upset. It uh, wasn't we his upset. fault. It was his hand. I want to show something. I, this is my, my, this is my golden book, my little black book. Why is it blue then? Um, because, well, it's my black book, but it's blue. Black and blue. Um, and I'm starting already. It has all the different time slots starting, and it's starting to fill up. I mean, we're... we're um, we are scheduling guests yeah. as we speak. 
And you know how it works, Luigi. Oh, You've I know seen exactly this. how it works. You, you know, know, you trust the process. It, one, one of the guys I'm excited to for you to talk to is Oliver Luck, the commissioner for the XFL. He's coming on. You're excited about that, Robin? Yeah. No, we'll have Oliver Luck. Not Andrew Luck. Not out of luck. Not out of luck. Not bad luck. Who else? There's a couple of other luck. Oh, I finally speaking, found it, by the way. And what speaking is? of Terrell Owens, earlier on oh, with uh, McNabb, uh, I think we have Terrell coming on, too. No, Terrell Davis, Robin. No. Not T.O. Terrell Davis. Oh, T.D.'s coming on, Robin. You turn my Hold on. on. Yes, Robin is doesn't it? even know the guest. I told her yesterday, Terrell Davis, yes, I want Terrell Davis on the show. Of course you want T.D. It's not show. Terrell Owens. Just because his first name's Terrell, not everybody named Terrell is Terrell Owens, Robin. I hate to do it to you. I got to give her one of these. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm you do. Sorry. Okay, in my defense, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning when I saw that message. Is my board off? I did because it was you had it plugged in no, and it was staticky. I didn't. Now look, it's almost dead. No, pl- is my board okay, on? Okay, it's now? on again. Okay. What's it down to now? Your power? Six percent, which is enough to get us through the rest of the show. All right, we got the six percent solution. I finally got the trade. I told you we shouldn't have committed everything, you asshole. Sell, sell. That's Dean every morning, <laughs> talking to himself in the mirror. Trust me. There'll be plenty of pimping in Miami, and it won't just all be on Radio Row, baby. You know what I'm saying? Now, have you been to Miami, Luis? No, I've never been to Miami, which is why I'm upset about that. I hate to do it to you, I man. told you. I might just drive the fuck down. I don't care. I got nothing to do, man. I got nothing to do. It's a disgrace. It is a disgrace. A disgrace, right? And you know what I usually say about that, right? What's that? I'm about to just be completely irresponsible and go live on the beach for a couple days. Seriously. You won't be the only one. No, we're not going to play that right now. <laughs> anyway. What were you going to hit me what? with? Are you going to hit me with something bad? No, no, no. But anyway, we have, uh, let's see, Luis Rojas is going to be the new manager of the Mets. You saw that story, right? <laughs> 9-11-6er says, the Russian hookers who bamboozled John Belairs will be all over Luigi. They're not going to trick me. You could fool somebody else once, but you're not going to fool me once or twice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Trevor from the 203 keeps telling me about this cannonball run to Miami. It's sounding really good, man. I'm about to just fire it up and go, man. <laughs> Why are you getting so mad at me, Robin? No, no, no. I was mad at myself. He's got a new car with low miles. Speaking of cannonball run, Philip Rivers has sold his house in California, and he's moving to Florida. He needs more rooms for his kids. Well, he already had the room out in California. He needs more rooms. What does this tell you? That Philip Rivers has moved his family from beautiful Southern California to the state of Florida. He's Let's be see a if you can figure for the, that. For the Jacksonville Jaguar? No. Why would he go to the Jaguar? They already have Nick Foles that they're paying a gazillion dollars to. Yeah, he's going to be the uh, quarterback for the Miami Dolphins? No. I'll he's, give you one more he's guess. He's going to be the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hello? <laughs> What's the matter with you, man? How do you do a fantasy show and not put two and two together? Well, because there's three teams there. <laughs> so yeah, but there's a rumor. It's been a rumor forever that, you know, the, the Tampa Bay Yeah, but Bay every Bucs, one of those teams need a quarterback, so. No, but the Bucs still have to make a decision on a guy who's still pretty good. He throws a lot of interceptions, but he's still pretty damn good. Hey, listen, he threw 30 touchdowns. I know. And 30 interceptions go along James with it. Win- you know, Jameis Winston. For all the – he throws a lot of interceptions. and he, uh, he's, still, he's still a marketable commodity. Yeah, They're yeah. not just going to put him on the waiver wire. No, no, no. And so Winston's probably not – doesn't have a long-term future there. No, they have to make a decision on him. And so Phillip Rivers to the Bucks is the most obvious. If, you're, if he's moving from California where he played with the Chargers and they're building a new stadium, he has no – maybe the Chargers don't want to bring it. Is his deal up? 
His deal is I wouldn't want to bring. I wouldn't want to bring him back. He's done. Yeah, but if you're going into a new stadium and you're trying to sell season tickets now and you couldn't even fill half of a soccer stadium and you're moving into a gigantic palace where you're going to share it with the Rams and you have your own home games and you don't have a marketable commodity in Los Angeles. You sign Tom Aloysius Brady, who is a free agent, and you bring the big name to L.A. That makes sense, but here's the problem with that. That's interesting. Is there any way Bob Kraft... It has nothing to do with Bob Kraft. If LA, yes, it does. If L.A. throws the money, and Tom wants well, to change. Well, that's the big question. He's going to get. Tom's going to get all. He's going to get the schmooze. I think he's. There's no the, doubt the about first it. First chance he's ever no, had. And honestly, it's going to be. It's going to be like Joe Montana when he was towards the end of his career. He was still fantastic, and he was lured away with big bucks. I think he's going to go on the whole wine and dine tour because he's never had it done before. No, Brady's not. Because Brady does that, then he looks bad. If Brady goes to all these different teams who want to sign him, then he looks like a whore. Because he's already said he wants to stay with the Patriots. It's up to the owner of the Patriots, Robert Kraft, to keep him from going elsewhere. Now, if he does a Norman Brayman, which what he did to Reggie White when he was here, and not even make him an offer, then Robert Kraft will look like an asshole. Because Robert Kraft has said Tom Brady should be a Patriot. Now, again, I don't care where Tom Brady goes. But if there's one place that looks like it's an obvious fit with Phillip Rivers moving on, it would be San Diego. Well, also Miami, who doesn't have a quarterback. But it, Tom Brady's not going to go play in Miami. No, 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 I don't no, think. he's not. I, I, but if, if so Tom Dean, Brady's going anywhere, L.A. makes 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 the best sense. If he does leave, I mean, he's got Giselle. They're out there in L.A. It makes it makes sense. Now, the person who thinks he has the pulse on the Patriots, even though he lost already lost one bet. For them, Dean says Brady is going to be a Patriot. Would you like to bet another case of wine on that? I'm not going to bet on it because that's what's going to happen. I know the Patriot thing is sexy. You know the weather's nice, and uh, they don't they play in Los Angeles. They'll have a new stadium there, as I mentioned, and if they want to sell season tickets, you know. But but Brady's a one year. I don't think that Brady's going to play for three or four more years. I don't know, and I don't really care. You know, he can play as long as he wants. If somebody wants to pay him to a th- two or three year contract, and he's 42 already, God bless him. But here's the bottom line. Robert Kraft cannot allow Tom Brady to play anywhere else. He cannot do it. Even if they – there's no right to match, but you have to put the onus on Brady. If you're the Patriots and he gets an offer from, from the Chargers, mm-hmm. Robert Kraft has to do whatever he can to make sure that he keeps Tom Brady at least for another year. Because they have nothing. No, they have to draft a quarterback. The Patriots have to draft a quarterback this year. Is there any doubt about that? No, no doubt about that whatsoever. We know Eli Manning is retiring tomorrow. I started mentioning that. They started teasing it on Wednesday, and tomorrow will be the official press conference. Unless Belichick takes like guys like John, like Josh Rosen and all of a sudden turns him into a freaking stud again. I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't even know if Belichick can make that happen. I don't know if he can. But anyway, the point is, Tom Brady, it's all up to, to Robert Kraft. If Robert Kraft makes him an offer and it's public, and then Brady turns it down to it go play for the Chargers. Really that would make Brady and, – and actually Brady going to other franchises looking for a contract. Even though it's his right, that doesn't make Tom Brady look good, in my opinion. Does he care if he looks good? Nobody's taken away the six Super Bowls except the two that he could have won if Eli Manning wasn't playing for the Giants David and kept Tyree Tom Brady. And Manningham, exactly. catches. But do you think – do you, can you see any scenario – and I'm just – again, this is just devil's advocate. Can you see any scenario where Bob Kraft – would actually give Tom Brady the blessing to go ahead and go ahead and move if, on? If they make an agreement together. But I don't understand why you would do that. Again, no player, no employee, whether you're a quarterback, one of the all-time greats, if not the greatest, whether you're a radio host, whether you're a movie star, whatever you are, whether you're you know a plumber, 
if, if another company offers you more money, you have the choice to move on. Tom Brady has that choice. But I don't think Tom Brady wouldn't be doing this for money. No, he's not doing it for money. No, His he, wife's a billionaire almost. They have all the money in the world. They don't. Need so he money. doesn't need to go somewhere else to make money. But he could, yeah. but he could be to someone who starts something, and that could be incisive, incisive enough. New stadium, new digs, new everything. You know, now, and Dean's over here keeps saying he just sold his house in Boston, bought another house in Connecticut. He isn't going there. He could Tom buy a house, house anywhere he wants. He's he can play, buy a house anywhere he wants. Plays Monopoly. Why would you buy a house in Connecticut anyway? I mean, there's some pretty parts Greenwich. of Connecticut. Don't get me wrong. It's in Greenwich. The mean street. Well, that's, that's the rich bitch area. Yeah. Greenwich, that's bedroom. where the meantime comes from. How close from. to the Hamptons in Connecticut? Hamptons is Long Island. Hamptons is Long Island. Okay. Yeah. Not close and the weather sucks in the winter. Nobody mo- The only reason you have a house in the Hamptons is because you're so stinking filthy rich that you, don't, you live there all year round. But that most people don't. Most people, it's a summer house. It's like people who have summer houses at the Jersey Shore. But just for millions of dollars. Yeah, but they have a house that they've had forever. And, then, and the young tr- tr- trust fund kids who then get the house at the shore when their parents move on and leave it to them. <laughs> and these sons of bitches, young punks, don't do anything except go down there and snort coke. Trevor is off offering their- to be the reporter live outside of the Tom Brady 12 mansion in Greenwich, Connecticut. <laughs> He's only 20 minutes away. <laughs> Let's do it. We're going to have live camera crews. Meanwhile, Tom Brady's probably in Nice right now. I know. You exactly. think he's hanging out in Connecticut? You think he's hanging out in Foxborough, Massachusetts, Boston, no, any of these other unlivable cities come- in the winter like Philadelphia, Boston, and all these other places that are going to be a frozen wasteland for another month or so? Hell no. Now, Tony, speaking of uh, hovering cameras over properties, yes, this is in lieu of our normal Florida update. We, do, we have a replacements of update today? We have Just a, like the replacement players or the movie The Replacements? Well, we broke no, yesterday Falco. the story that uh, there was an arrest warrant out for Antonio Brown. Yes. Very sad. We have an update on the update. Let's go to the update, Destiny. Warrant is out. There was no warrant out when he was going crazy with the woman and his kids the other day, but yesterday the moving truck showed Not up. Not cherry pie right. no warrant. Exactly. That's a good uh, warrant. So no. here is the official play-by-play what led to his... Arrest warrant. This is from Robert Latal, my buddy at Black Sports Online at BSO. Great follow. Follow him. His handle is at BSO, so definitely follow him. He has great information and always has, like, top of the news. And he follows me, most importantly. Yeah, most importantly. (laughs) So we want to give Robert all the love in the world. Hey, it's Um, a blue check mark on blue check mark love. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I follow non-blue check marks. Yeah, absolutely. But when blue check marks have good information and they're not just pimping shit, I'm following him. This is Black Sports Online and Entertainment. Correct. He has his own website, which is .com, blacksportsonline.com. So here's the play-by-play. The cops now definitely have a warrant for Antonio Brown's arrest. The breakdown is what happened between Antonio Brown and the driver of the moving truck. So moving truck shows up at his house if you didn't see it yesterday. Down in Florida, right? Hollywood, Florida. Now, he, what, the other one was in Hollywood, California, I believe. That wasn't was that Hollywood, no, that Florida? No, that was Hollywood, Florida. Okay, I thought yeah. it was in L.A. No, no, no. This is all in Florida. So what happened is is Antonio Brown moved. He was in the house, but all of his a lot of his stuff was still in California. Was being shipped out by um, he had it stored in California, and he had hired a driver. Uh, I think it was like the Mayflower, you know, those big moving yeah, trucks. Yeah, exactly. Um, to drive his belongings from California to his new location 
when he arrived, um, the uh, it was supposed to be a four thousand dollar cash payment, and Brown Antonio Brown refused to hand over the cash for. The Bitch, driver. better have my money. Damn right. Hey, I mean, we did that. We had a, we had a bunch of stuff moved over, yeah. and we also had the car. Yeah. You had to pay them when. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, normally you, you don't pay them when they show up. You pay them in advance. It should be, but apparently they had. This was the arrangement that they had made that it was going to be a cash payment. Um, so the driver claims he tried to leave the home with Antonio Brown's property still in his truck, but Brown picked up a rock and threw it at the vehicle, causing a dent and a paint chip on the driver's side door. The First dri- of all, it's a beat up old truck, and I'm not. You don't throw it. You don't throw rocks at cars. No. no. You know what you I'm saying? No. You don't mess up. The only car. time you throw a rock is if you're in a David Goliath a- situation. And Goliath is there, and you pick up your slingshot, and you fire a rock, and you knock him on his ass. Now, this Rust was not a beat-up old truck. This was a nice moving truck. It was not beat up. No, but I'm saying a chip on a moving truck from a rock is not – no insurance company is going to write that up and say, yeah, it's about $30,000 worth of damage right there. No, no, right no. There. It was a dent on the driver's side door. He threw it at the driver's side I'm door. I'm not defending okay. that he threw it. The guy's nuts. Yes. So, anyway, the driver calls police to report the vehicle damage. A short time later, the driver – was contacted by the moving company and asked him to go back to Brown's home to re-deliver the goods, telling him that Brown was willing to make the initial $4,000 payment plus an additional $860 to cover the damage to the truck and the extra work, and the extra work time. So, driver goes back, Antonio Brown gives him the $4,000, but refuses to pay a cent more, which is what he had been promised to cover the damages. But this time, the driver says Brown forced his way into the driver's side of the main cabin and began to physically strike him. That makes sense. Yeah. $860 or beat the guy down in his own truck. So witnesses, there are witnesses that all say that the statements are factual. um, And now the arrest warrant warns officers that Brown has a concealed weapons permit and is known to carry, so they're all concerned that because of his mental instability that this is going to cause something even bigger. Antonio Brown, and I'm not saying this tongue-in-cheek, needs to be taken off the streets and put under supervision. Because I totally agree with you. Something's, there's, totally agree with you. This is beyond not, it's, there's just a guy trying to get attention. attention. Yeah, this this is, guy is seriously stupid, yeah. and he needs to be... You're absolutely right. He needs to be put in jail. Yeah. He needs to realize... That he can't just pay a fine and get away with this time no, after needs, time. He needs to be. He needs to before be he does something really. He's done a lot of stupid stuff. People do stupid stuff. The stuff that he does is criminally insane. You well, know, yelling at the wife, the mother of his three of his kids, and then filming it live. Go putting it live on Instagram when he did that last week. Yeah, I mean, that is that is absolutely. I'm not making any excuses because all of I don't feel bad for him anymore. I want him taken off the streets. But here's the thing, though. From all of his behavior, the highs and the lows and the craziness, there's clearly something wrong. It's not just he's an asshole. I think that there is something additionally wrong, and I hope that he gets the help he that he needs. He needs it. That's what, I, that's what I mean by being institutionalized for something. Like He needs to be under some sort of supervision because he's not okay for himself. No. He's not. He's, he just, he and cannot. he doesn't have anybody in his life who gives a shit. No. That's the problem. His buddies, when he's filming stuff, are laughing in the background. Yeah. Unfortunately, They're like, encouraging this yeah. kind of behavior. Well, his trainer, who was there with him, actually did get arrested. Antonio Brown went back in and holed himself up into his house so that the police weren't able to get to him before. But, you know, these other people are accomplices. They are not helping him at all. 
Scrapple Joe says, take Delonte West off the streets and put A.B. in his place. Yeah. I mean, you saw the A.B. I mean, we talked about Delonte West, and that's really sad. And that guy, hopefully, and I'm sure he is getting help now because there's so I many people so. who, you know, lost track of him and now see what's going on, and they're going to get him the help that he needs. Unfortunately, even if anybody offers Antonio Brown help, he's going to refuse it. He's going to say, there's nothing wrong with me. And then the next day he'll do something, not even just like a – it's not like – Terrell Owens doing sit-ups in his driveway. No, this stupid. guy's physically yeah. assaulting people now on the street. Exactly. Throwing, I mean, when, you know, when Terrell Owens went and did sit-ups in his driveway over in Morristown, people laughed at it. So it wasn't like the guy was, you know, was disturbed. It was like the guy was just an asshole. This is going to sound extreme, right? This is going to sound extreme. But let's just say the is next time. Is it possible for you to shut the fuck up for 10 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's appropriate. Whose low walk-up was that? Uh, see, again, it doesn't tell it doesn't you who the walk-up sounds walk-ups are anymore. Are, I know. It's outrageous. All I want to say is that was Robin turned my damn board off again. Well, because you. you I don't have because, it plugged in. Okay. I swear to God, I don't. I just want to give that person a <laughs> That was the greatest drop of all time. And it was, so, time. It was so well-timed. But next time, what happens next time? What happens next time when he throws a rock and let's just say the car's moving and the guy behind oh, the I wheel know. jerks the car? And, and then that you will car have... jumps a curb. And that curb consists of two little kids that are playing. And those two little kids get mowed down. Why? Because he decided to throw a rock at somebody. And, and the worst part saying. is he's going to have then people making excuses for him. That's the saddest part of this whole story. And nah, making excuses to... for him is not going to help him. No, I mean, there will be columnists yeah, no, who will write absolutely. columns about, you know, uh, the, if people treated him right, this wouldn't have happened. If people treated him right, he got his ass kissed when he was with the Steelers and he, he and Ben Roethlisberger were going crazy, he's on Dancing with the Stars. He's on everything. People love this guy. Look, man, he's got, he's got mental health issues. I, I, yes. I mean, we, I've got help. I mean, what the hell? Yes. Arfitz G says that, they, that he has not been the same since he took that hit in the Cincinnati Bengals playoff game. And, you know, who knows? I mean, they have shown that people with concussion syndrome um, have major personality switches. Now, I'm not saying that he wasn't always an asshole. Maybe he was. But what we are, level. you know, what we are seeing now is certainly not normal and not clear thinking. Meanwhile, speaking of that, screw Antonio Brown. We've got really, really tragic news to report today, Rob. Oh no! And I don't really? know how we're going to get through this. I don't know what to do. You know, I like to look at clocks, see what time it is. There's countdowns to the draft, countdowns to the Super Bowl. There's countdown clocks everywhere. Countdown to the show being over. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. The big story today. I don't know how we're going to deal with it. I don't know if we're going to synchronize our watches. But, ladies and gentlemen, the doomsday clock. Have you seen this, Robin? Has it been updated? I, I saw that they were yes, going to start updating it. Yes, the doomsday clock has been moved forward oh. 100 seconds, Robin, <gasps> closer to midnight. Oh. Scientists have moved. It's a symbolic doomsday clock, of course. 100 seconds before midnight. That would be 11. That would be when I actually start paying attention to the New Year's Eve shows. Right, right, right. You know, with, 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 uh, it would Ryan be 11.58 and 20 seconds. So 11.58 and 20 seconds now. We now must set our clocks because that's how close we are to nuclear war and being wiped out by climate change, ladies and gentlemen. That's what happens now. Jerry Brown, the former whack job governor of California, they're moving the ceremonial doomsday clock to 100 seconds before midnight, Luigi. How are you going to spend your final 100 seconds before we all die? I'll probably end it before that. 
ladies and gentlemen, how will you deal with this? I mean, we have Greta Thun Thunberg over there telling everybody it's now eight years to live. And because let's be honest, who doesn't look up to 16-year-old kids to give us scientific data? How dare you question her, Luigi? Uh, how, how dare, dare you how question dare you? that brilliant young woman now being praised because she's giving climate speeches and telling us... Well, you know... Uh, I will I, never forgive you. Exactly right, Robin. You know how much of a homer I am you? for depending on <laughs> which shot. particular country I want to identify with at the moment. Mm -hmm. What do but you identify as today? Uh, today, right now, in this moment, I'm going to identify as a Dutch homer because the Dutch scientists have... Where's the doomsday clock in France? Is in it near the red, red light the district? In the history <laughs> of um, measuring ocean levels and all that, the Dutch have been way on the forefront for hundreds and hundreds of years because more than half the country is technically underwater. Makes sense. And uh, so, and the scientists in the Netherlands say, um, I don't know what y'all are talking about, but this has been happening for hundreds of years, and there's really nothing to worry about. That's what I'm going with. I'm going to believe them. Because I, I kind of The doomsday trust clock is good, says Play Action Reel. But I only go with Nostradamus. Yeah, so sure, do I, man. The quatrains. Have you read the quatrains of Nostradamus, Robin? I quatrains? have. I have, too. I was a big I Nostradamus guy. I actually have. And by the way, Don Juan 0720 says, Miss Robin is transcontinental. Yes, yes I am. she is. She identifies as transcontinental. I'm, I'm bicontinental. Exactly right. And by the way, yes, the big story in golf today. There's a big story. The PGA Tour opens out there in California at the Farmers Insurance Open in La Jolla. That's big news. We are farmers. Isn't it funny that we know all the, <laughs> the farm now? Years ago, you know, I think that was the Andy Williams. See, now I can't. I, I, they, they keep changing sponsorships so often now, like the bowl games and these golf tournaments. I say this every year. You used to have the Andy Williams. Then you'd have the, the Bobby Goldsboro, Greater Greensboro Open. You'd have the, the, the Crosby Clan Bake out there in California. Because they actually start in Hawaii. The actual golf season starts in Hawaii. And then when they move it to the mainland, which is what this first tournament is, the Farmers Insurance Open out there in La Jolla, that used to be, I don't know if it was the Andy Williams. It was one of those. Because there's a Bob Holt Desert Classic, which is in Palm Springs. That's how I used to always know them. They were named after big celebrities okay. who would be the hosts. I don't know any of them. You didn't know Bob Hope? No, I know Bob Hope. I know the celebrities. I just don't know what, again, without the celebrities, I wouldn't know what the heck they're called. And, of course, you know what's coming up next week, though, Robin? Right near the Super Bowl. My favorite golf tournament of the year. The click-clack. The click-clack <laughs> tournament at TPC yeah. in Scottsdale, baby. The click-clack invitation. The Waste Management, appropriately <laughs> named the Waste yes. Management. They should call it the Wasted Management. Well, they already do that. Right. Have you ever seen some of the chicks walking around yeah. on the uh, on the cart paths out there at TPC in Scottsdale, Robin? Gotta love them. Now, that's what I'm talking about, baby. The Waste Management over. I'm so, we're so wasted. Oh, yeah, yikes. TPC in Scottsdale, baby. I said I said uh, La Jolla. It's, it's Tory Pines, obviously. Right. That's where the... Uh, Farmers Open is now. Tori Pines, was she an actress? Yeah, I think, yeah, she was in that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you a royal round of applause for that. That is a great, great, 
Horn knowledge right there, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking you. of that, we're missing the big AVN weekend this weekend, Robin. Is that this weekend? Yes, so in Las keep... Vegas, the Adult Video News Awards. I may so have to do a right... preview tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> skip competition. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to give my since the, I'm not giving a pick on the Pro Bowl tomorrow. All right. Are you gonna give a pick on the AVN? I will give my breakdown, your prop bets for the AVN weekend. I will give you all the main categories. I'm not going to go into key grip over under eight and a half inches or best yeah. boy. I'm not going to go that far deep. Best boy, key best grip. Best fluff of the year goes to. <laughs> best supporting actress in a, in, a fer, in a furry's role. <laughs> what? Nothing. I, all the things you think of and don't say. We can say most of them now because but we're still, on Twitch. still don't even want to say them. Beautiful, man. So, Tony, we are technically, well, we're, we're giving everybody a couple extra minutes since we Well, there's breaking reboot. ABN news. We have breaking ABN yes. news, ladies and gentlemen. Wait a minute. Let's go to our news desk. Please and tell me that this is fake news. 91116 is the Octomom has signed to film with Screech. No, is that I, real? I really, I really hope this Who is knows, fake. Who knows, man? I hope this is fake. Please, God, let this be fake. Trevor from the 203 asking an important question. Is Dave, Dave Fox your breakout MILF of the year? There's a woman named Dave Fox. Dave? Dave. There's no Dave here. <laughs> exactly. Dave. Remember that? That was from one of the Cheech and Chong movies. Dave. Uh, There's was, no Dave. Yeah, that was up in smoke. Was that up in smoke with Cheech and Chong? Yeah, that was up in smoke. Dave. Dave oh, Dave Fox. Dave Fox. Not Dave. Dave. I don't know Dave of Fox with two X's. What kind of porn are you watching, Trevor? <laughs> Jesus, man. How does She's the milk of the that? year. How you know, the older chicks that? keep getting older. And you got to make way for It's like the PGA Golf Tour. Okay. You've got the PGA Tour and then the former Seniors Tour. We used to be called the Seniors. Now it's called the Champions Tour. I think Robin's going to gonna say something that's going to make I, us all sick. No, no, no. Dave's not I'm, here, I'm man. So that's so the glad. line. Yes. I'm, I believe that that is fake news, everybody. Oh. He was just trying to clickbait us because the last thing that I see. Screech is not in the uh, Saved by the Bell reunion. I know says, that. Octomom says she's finally at peace with her 14 children. I thought she'd be in pieces after 14 children. Jesus. She's long past. She's almost yeah. a quadruple Octomom. The last <laughs> AVN mention of the Octomom that I see on the Internet is back in 2012. So thank God. I think her tentacles have moved on to other things, the yeah. Octomom. All right, here it is. You know, me... but oh, she should have been an octopusy. That would have oh! been the best. That would have been the best. Robin, bring this up. Wait, wait, no, wait. There's a commercial on. I got to play this now because once again, the deep mind of Tony Bruno in the deep recesses of my cerebellum. What are you playing? Oh, okay. bring it up, Robin, please. I have. It's okay. Here it is. Did you press play, Tony. I did. It's playing. No, you turn it up yourself, Tony Bruno. It is turned up. <laughs> here it is. You listen. Bring it up, Robin, on your end. It's, Who is it? It's me, Dave, man. Open up. I got the stuff. Who? It's Dave, man. Open up. I think the cops saw me come in here. Who is it? It's it's Dave, man. Will you open up? I got the stuff with me. Who? Dave, man. Open up. Dave? Yeah, Dave. Come on, man. Open up. I think the cops Dave's saw me. Dave's not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm Dave, man. Hey, come on, man. Who is it? It's Dave, man. Will you open up? I got the stuff with Who? me. Dave, man, open up. Dave? Yeah, Dave. Dave's not here. What the hell? No, man, I am Dave, man. Will you? Come on. 
open that shit was funny back when everybody was stoned. But... Who is it? Oh, what the hell? Open up the door. It's okay, Dave. that's not funny anymore. Who? Dave, D-A-V-E. <laughs> D-A-V-E. It was funny back in the days when these movies were out and everybody was smoking weed. And then it went away for a while. And now it's funny again because everybody's smoking weed. Breaking news, Sixers. Josh Richardson, hamstring, out two to three weeks. Now the trade for Derrick Rose must happen. It has to happen now. It has to happen now. has to happen now. Is that breaking news? It is breaking news. Personally, me, I I mean, if if I can get a guy like Zach Levine, I'm going to get Zach Levine from the Bulls if you can get him. If you can get him. The money's got to match, so you got to give up something. And plus, you know he's always going to show up in the All-Star game and 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 dunk on somebody. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And that's really pretty much his claim to fame, right, Zach Levine? Well, yeah, I, he, I know he's a good player. I'm not saying he's a bad player. Well, it's, actually, he was nothing more than a dunker when he was in Minnesota. And then he developed into a good player. He developed a jump shot. A uh, guy can get to the rim anytime he wants to. He, play, he plays above the rim. He's a, he's a really good player. He's a good young player. Speaking of the AVNs, yes. I will have an AVN breakdown. I, in fact, I will call my buddies at run the AVN. It's a Philly guy, believe it or not. Yes, a Philly guy runs adult video news as well. Imagine that. Is there anything that doesn't have a Philly connection to it? It almost seems like every story we do. I hear you. Chris F. San Francisco 29. I trade Brett Brown for a Boston cream donut right now. Boston cream pie. That's that's a good pie, too. It is a good pie. You like Boston cream pie, Robin? I do like Boston, Boston cream pie. Boston cream pie is a good pie. That's I a don't good like pie. It, but, but the Boston cream donut, though, I don't go for that. No, I, I don't like the white cream in the donut. I like the Boston cream. So you don't the like yellow. the Bavarian? Cream. You're not a fan of the Bavarian? I don't Bavarian. like the Bavarian cream. That's the white cream, right? Yeah, that's the, the Bavarian. Vanilla, that's, you, you like the vanilla. See, Tony's basically, like, I don't like That it. shit's nasty. I, 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 that white cream shit is too white. It's too much white. confectioner sugar, homie. You're damn right, man. <sighs> Octomom's Octom- junk looks like an exploded cigar. Oh! And that ought to do it for today, Robin. I believe we left it all here on the table. We did not leave it in the locker room today. Luigi coming in here, bringing the funk, bringing the, the juice, the A game. It's good to be back, man. He's back and better than ever, ladies and gentlemen. He could have gone to New Hampshire with Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenny You're to help. Running out of time Elizabeth Warren, Robin, don't tell me how to do this. Have a good day. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Don't listen to Robin. And God bless America. <laughs> still the greatest country on earth. Don't you dare. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.